This is your wrestling podcast fix. New weekly episodes of Insiguri on iTunes and SoundCloud.com. But iTunes is not going to be around. Shut up. This is your wrestling podcast fix. New weekly episodes of Insiguri on Sound. God damn. This is your wrestling podcast fix. New weekly episodes of Insiguri on SoundCloud.com. I've got the mind of the man in the mirror, so I'm looking at me vaguely, but I can't see my baby. I've got my pistol pawn cocked, ready to lick shots nonstop until I see your monkey ass drop and let your homies know who done it. Cause when it comes to this gangster shit, you motherfuckers know who run it. Uh, so when you put this motherfucker to the... Oh. Yo, what's going on? This is Fran. This is D.B. Richards. And J.C.L. For another episode of the Insecurity Podcast. So, um, the other day, um, I had an Uber ride, really it was last night, Uber ride with four people jumping in my car, and so they went to your favorite bar, Bar 13, to play Dirty Bingo, and the first thing they said to me is like, we want a dildo, and I'm like, okay, and then they started talking about sex and all that stuff the whole, the way to their hotel. And what, 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 uh. I don't want to talk about gay shit. I want to talk about wrestling. <laughs> Let's talk wrestling. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Happy Pride Month, by the way. Oh my god! Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I want to talk about wrestling. But what about the people that... Oh, you want to talk about wrestling. Okay, okay. you know what? We'll make this one exception. Okay. Finish your story. I was done. That was it? <laughs> God damn it. No, I just wanted to tell you that it was, it was weird right home. Bar about, 13 is not my favorite no. bar. It's your favorite bar. It's home of midget wrestling. Dude, they had midget wrestling there once. It was kind of cool. Yeah. You should go next time. <sighs> Wait, they're not called midgets. They're called little people. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, I'm awake. Honestly, which one is worse, midget or little person? I don't think I'd want to be called a little person. I don't know. Um, I just, the only thing I would like to know is do they need a um, parachute if they go off a curb? You see, how is that any worse than calling somebody a midget? <laughs> wow. Oh, they're offended by being called a midget. Do you think they need a parachute to jump off the curb of a sidewalk? For any of our midget li- little people listeners, um, we love you all. That's literally like being I like, love the little people. That's literally like being like, oh, I love Chinese people. Oh, hello. It's nice to meet you. That's you. That's what you no, sound like. No, like literally like, like, like. he was talking about Pearl Harbor. Every yeah. time, every time, every time I go to wrestling shows, I always ask, can I look under the ring to see if people's court there? Yeah. And it's not there. But it's kind of upsetting. One day. Oh, oh, Dink just... was at, um. It was awesome seeing Dink. He was at the con icons. That was cool. How, how do you how do you remember things like this? But then we say, "Dude, do you remember when this happened?" You're like, "No, I don't remember that. I remember the time where Dink was in the ring." Oh, Dink was awesome, dude. He's like my favorite, favorite, favorite little person. Oh my god! Hi. I got a question for you. But do they do they need a parachute to go off the curb? It's a, it's a long way down. Long way down. I almost, I almost want to restart this episode, but we're just going to push forward. 
Oh, okay. Ugh, that's off to a strong start, though. <laughs> so. Oh, I had fun at Icon. You definitely lost We're not going to talk about that yet. Oh. We'll get to that. You definitely lost okay. the little people market. That's for sure. I like them! Dude, they don't want to be called elves. You seen them? Who said elves, first off? I don't know. Will Farrell did an elf? Right now, we sound Does Santa like, Claus know he's got... We sound like a trio of intelligent idiots. Speaking of intelligent idiots. So, in wrestling, a lot of fans will be like, that person is really smart. And then somebody else will say, well, that person's an idiot. Like Vince Russo. Yes. Jim Cornette. He's 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 crazy. been he's been wrestling and he's, he's he's crazy. He's not. He, he's crazy. No, he's been he's been an idiot right now, lately. Open up his mouth on the well, sunny it's, kiss. It's Jim Cornette. What can you do? So that's your answer. Yes. In wrestling, an intelligent idiot. Hulk Hogan's and all. I would say Foley. Why? What did he do? What didn't he do? Like, I don't know. He you know he knew like the ring in ring psychology and stuff. He knew about storytelling and. He just did crazy, stupid, risky stuff. And he's a New York Times bestseller. Yeah, no, I, I, I disagree with that <clears throat> because he he already said in his book he did it to get over. And he did it. He, he might he might be a daredevil. I don't like Foley at all. But he's a glorified stuntman. He's, he's just he's a crash test dummy. You would have never used that term until Ric Flair coined him that. Who? Flair. What? He called him a glorified... The exact same words. You're a glorified stuntman. No, I've I never, never heard Ric Flair say that. I've never heard anybody say it until Flair said that. and then you No, said I considered Mick Foley for a long time as a stuntman. Same as Jeff Hardy. I'm not a Jeff Hardy fan. Not a Jeff fan? Not a Jeff fan. Really? He's a stuntman. You a Matt Hardy fan? I like Matt. No, he's a little bit more of a wrestling technician kind of thing. That's weird. But you always get the inverse. You don't ever get like, oh, I don't like Jeff Hardy, but I love Matt. You know what I mean? I, Matt, I think Matt's an amazing athlete. I think he's a good technician. I, he doesn't have to go do stupid stuff like his brother does to get over. We're not talking over. about athleticism. But I'm just saying. Because Jeff was doing things that Matt couldn't do in the ring. Yes. And it had nothing to do with being a stuntman. But, dude, what, his spots is all stuntman spots. Same with McFoley. Always but, will but, be. But you know what? Jeff, uh, how can we say this? Matt only recently surpassed Jeff as far as how over he was. I, 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 I agree with that. Yeah, he was. So, but, so with that being said, wouldn't you say that part of that has to do with all the glorified stunts? Because a lot of people will watch wrestling for things like, you know... Oh, I'm not going to... There's a compar- No, there's a comparison. It's like it's like the people that watch NASCAR racing, not because of the art of the sports, because they want to see the crashes. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing against, like, CZW, H2O. Dude, great run companies, you know what I mean? But they everything they do is stunts. Or hardcore wrestling. Like, like everything they have... Nothing against them, I think... Half the wrestlers that are in that company are awesome athletes. I'm not going to say anything wrong. I think, dude, man, I'm not a big fan of the whole hardcore world. But, dude, I will respect you for what you're doing. It has to make sense. Like, ECW was so different 
but the hardcore world, like they did less well, to the, make it more. Well, you the, get what I'm saying? The, well, this is okay. So we're kind of stirring off the original topic, but no, I that's fine. No, that's fine. This is this is our new topic. So it's one of the things I was talking about before in an older episode where I think Al Snow had a he had a Twitter there was like a Twitter comment they made where he was talking about how a lot of people in wrestling have kind of lost sight of the fun, the fundamentals like the you know the things that are supposed to be, be in place but then I think I commented on him I said but that's the thing with wrestling as a whole is that it's more like a platform for artists right there and if you remember the interview if you go back look at Amy Lee she said wrestling changed. It evolved. But there's... But but people are forgetting to use certain things in wrestling to get over. Well, certain tropes just don't, you know, get the same results as they used to back in the day. Well, I don't want to say that it's all flippy shit now, but... It, you have to make it... Like, you need to do less to make people go crazy. Don't do more. Well, here's okay. Here's an example. Regardless of your current criticisms towards AEW, I'm not even talking about them as a company. I, I no, don't. No, no, hold on. No, 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 no. I'm. Let me let me get to it, and then you can comment. I'm talking about the two two matches that they had on the show. It was. It was the one with the Bucks, their tag match, and then it was one with Cody and Dustin. I'm, Cody and Dustin was storyline old school based. And then you had the tag match, which was a spot fest. And, like, the the Cody and Dustin match actually got more praise, even though they were both really good matches. See, what do you want to ask me? Like, which one did I like better? No, no. Uh, no, I meant I'm saying that, like, I, I know what you say about the company, but I'm not talking about the company. I'm talking I, nothing about, against the company. I'm talking about I'm, specific matches on that card. I'm just pissed off with the AEW fans more. Than I do with the company. I have nothing against the company. They put a show on. I'm happy for them. And I'm happy they're getting the next setup. Is putting an all pay-per-view on. But that's just for the free. way that fans are. It's more open now because of social media. Can you imagine if social media was rampant during the Monday Night Wars? Oh, man. This stuff now would look like nothing. See, like, the fans... Okay, let's say... Let's say... Let's... let's give me a wrestler. Just give me a wrestler. Sting. Okay. Oh my gosh, Sting is going to AEW. But he just retired. But he's going to AEW. That's how the fans are out there. If you see one thing on the news, oh, they're going to AEW. You or, focus on that too much. No, it's annoying. That's what's pissing me off. It's but that's the what fans. You focus on too much. That's why I said before that I stopped watching entire episodes of Monday Night Raw and I would just focus on things I like to watch. Because the other things piss me off. Here's so th- if that stuff pisses you off, fucking ignore it. I did. I left on um, two pages. Nothing against you, Ace. I like you, Ace. Um, I like your page, but you mostly all AEW marks on there, and I can't stand it. But, but like going back to another part. But love you, brother. But um, going back, like somebody wrote recently that, oh, the revival. Oh, they're they're still going to AEW, but they're tag team champions. Just get off the whole AEW. Then I don't know. 
I'm just tired of it. That's not being a fanboy. It's well documented that they don't like their current position. They're tag team champions now, but... It doesn't matter. But that's when you go to Vince and tell him we want more. You know what I mean? That's basically what the entire fucking roster has been doing. Outside of Velveteen Dream. <laughs> you know, because he's, he's just he's just kiss-ass company man all the way. <clears throat> but Vince is not going to be there for a long... Like, you have to think about the future, and Vince the future is going, is going to, to be, be there until he dies. That's basically how it is. He does if not he know, dies. They, he no, does if not, you he, vote he for Linda McMahon for president in 2024, then... That would be a horrible idea. Vince McMahon will be in the White House, and he can't have WWE. He's actually is in the White House already. And that would be a horrible idea because the only reason why Linda even got that position is because she has connections. Because <clears throat> her hand in politics before was horrible. Yeah. Wasn't I want the first female to be Linda McMahon. Brought you by. Speed stick. How does that work? Does it feel... Nice I don't want to talk about Linda McMahon. I want to talk about things that matter. Oh, things that matter. So, okay, here's a question for you. Okay. So we can try to switch, switch subjects. Okay. I like switching. Switching time. Oh, can we put a song to it? Like, switching time. Oh, no. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Name a wrestler who... If you see them live, mm-hmm. live versus televised shows, mm-hmm. there's some people that perform much better on TV as opposed to live, and then there's others where it's the complete opposite. Okay, hold up. Say this again. Okay, take somebody like Shawn Michaels. Okay. If you watch him live, mm-hmm. you don't get the th- same there, effect. There's there's a lot of things that you miss, like like his face, his facial expressions, like the his things, lazy eye. The thing, yes, exactly. The things. Use your example. Okay, we'll, we'll skip the lazy eye. Like, <laughs> WrestleMania, Michaels versus uh, Ric Flair. The part, you know, the most dramatic part of the match. I'm sorry, I love you. And then they hurt him. I, I was there for that match live. And you didn't have that feeling. And didn't get that part. I just saw Flair on his knees and Michaels in the corner. And they're just kind of not doing anything at all. And then Michaels super kicks him. I was like, wait a second, what just happened? Three count. Watch that match live, or watch that match on TV. I was like, I was way out. There ain't no fucking way that I would have even known, like you know, to mm-hmm. even pay attention to the big screen to you know for Sean's like close up shot. It's one of the reasons why I stopped going to WWE shows because of um, me sitting up in no nosebleeds section. You can't see shit. Okay, nothing against that. It, to me, going to an independent show. That you can enjoy it so much better. There are, however, there are live shows on a larger scale that that actually can be good. Like I remember, um, it's all about where you sit. You know what I mean? Yeah, hard camera side, you can tell what's going on. Well, that was another one. I was my first my first SmackDown show. I was at. It was the one where Jeff Hardy won the IC title from Triple okay. H. That was great to see live. Okay. Another one was. 
when it was uh Undertaker, it was Undertaker and Kane in the ring, mm-hmm. and when uh Kane was trying to give like one of the Kai and Tai like the power bomb. Yeah. Undertaker was like, "That's not how you do it here. I'll show you." And then he gave Taka a last ride. That mm-hmm. was hilarious. Because I enjoyed watching um, uh, what was it um, sorry um, I can't think of the company's name. And I watched um, um, Kendrick for the first time wrestle. Yeah. Live, and I thought it was freaking awesome. You know what I mean? One one of the things that like when oh it, I got one. Oh, sorry. Oh, right. Dragon Gate USA. Okay. Yeah. Wrestler on TV that can like that that you can like feel it on TV. Edge. Yeah, Edge. Yeah. And then wrestler live, Rock. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, okay. When 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 people talk about like you, like when you hear wrestlers do interviews or whatever, and they're talking about like. Oh, you know, it's just a completely different atmosphere when you're in front of like a larger audience. That's when the that's when there's more focus on like being able to perform on TV, which is why when you see wrestlers that went through the independence, you can kind of tell, you know, they they just have a they have a different way they have a different style than like people that started off on a larger scale with like places like NXT. Yeah. Even though NXT is still like developmental and they're doing lots of good things with that. Yeah. But like when you're at the indie shows where you're performing in front of like hundreds of people and like even the smallest of details, somebody way in the back can still see everything. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of where you can tell the difference. Um <clears throat> try to think of some other people that actually come to mind, like TV was um, Christian was great on um, live. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, you know who's awesome live? Gangrel. Oh yeah, he's uh when he's not falling asleep in the back of cars. <laughs> no, that's the that's the Keener story. If you want to, if you want to learn about the Keener story, please go back to episode fifty-four. I don't know. I'm Speaking of, um, you were talking about the, or we were talking about like the local shows. So House of Hardcore was just recently, and you two guys went. How did um? How was it? It, it was, was it was, was House re- of Hardcore and then Icons. Were you at well, Icons he went or? he went to Icons. I went to House of Hardcore. Well, how was I, I did both. Yes, we know because you love wrestling. I love wrestling. No, I love. How did how did how did icons go? Who did you meet up with? Um, I met up with Bret Hart. Really, I didn't do I didn't do the whole me getting autographs. Crazy. Because you wanted a date one time, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you were still able to talk. Yeah, I I went around saying hello to everybody. I heard Harley Race was there. Was he there? Yes, he was. But um, let me let me tell the Bret Hart one. So, you know my book I have framed and all that. Yes. I went up to Bret Hart and I showed him it, and he goes, "Dude, that's an honor. Thank you very much." He got, he, he he was a little bit like got a teary eye. He gave like, you a five out of ten. Dude, he, dude, it was awesome, man. He loves you, dude. Like he's like, it's an honor that you put my book in a frame, and it's true. It's one of the best books I ever read. You know what I mean? There's two versions. You got the Canadian version, and you have the um the American version. What is the Canadian version? Canadian's version's a little bit say less. A lot? Did you just say A a lot? No. Is that like, <laughs> is that like no. hints of maple syrup? 
The Canadian version, if you can find the Canadian bacon, if you can find if you can find the Canadian version, it's less pages. The American version's more. It's it's all about what was allowed to go in Canada and what was allowed to go in the U.S. So the Canadian book of a Canadian wrestler is neutered. Yeah. It's so Canadian. It's so Canadian. It's weird, but, like, um, I saw the Canadian book. It's literally like he was just like, not to be impolite, but this is my autobiography. So, walking around, Harley Race looked like he didn't want to be there. Pissed off at the world. So, I didn't go up to him and say hello. But I went up to Simon Gotch. And I was like, I know you will never remember me, but, um... And he goes, dude, anybody that wears a Jurassic Park in that and the Fortahora hat, I can remember. And <laughs> I'm like, wow, he remembers me. And then we started talking a little bit. Um, um Justin Justin was getting a picture with Medusa and I was like, Oh, can we get a trash can? And she goes, No, 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 no. We're not allowed to do that. I'm under contract. <laughs> Because I would, that would have been awesome if she got a trash can with the AEW belt. And I'm just getting in there going. Tell me. Medusa is like 100 years old and she's still hot. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. How close? Speaking of hot, I heard Melina was there. Yeah, she was. She looks beautiful every minute. Um, Her outfit was amazing. I gave it like 10 stars. If I was going to be like that little... The AE... What was that little... The E channel... Oh, who dressed in what? You know what I mean? Marlena was like, amazing! Marlena. You said Marlena. Oh, I did I? Um, Marlena. Oh, I don't know. Marlena and um, Marlena is like baby. Oh my gosh, yes. So. <laughs> Damn it. Moving on to icons. Um, hold I on. Mean, Enzo on. was there. I'm not done yet. Hold on. Enzo was there. Oh, Enzo was How there? How the hell? No, that was How the is... other question. How the hell was Simon Gotch and Enzo in the same building? Don't know. Because they were separated. Because Simon's entire career now is based on trashing Enzo. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. You know how much I was hoping someone would have brought a bottom rope to get signed, but no, nobody had one. But, um... Enzo was cool with the fans. I was really, really amazed at how he had time to talk to every single person in line. Yeah, all well, four of them. No, dude, he had one of the biggest lines there, besides Bret Hart. But that's but that's what most people say about Enzo is that like if you just talk to him, he's cool. But if you know him, he's a dick. Yeah, but he was like real, like his dad was doing the table. I talked to his dad. His dad was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know I mean, oh um, my! I, I, Wait, Enzo's dad? Yeah, I forgot <laughs> you told you to talk about that. You yeah. should have asked him if he was like still wrestling or whatever happened with the Ring of Honor thing. I didn't get I didn't get in time to talk to Enzo. I w- should have asked him. Yo, mm-hmm. yo, dog, when are you gonna drop your new track? Hey, dog, is, when is, you gonna? Is it gonna be fire? When, when, <laughs> hey, dog, when you gonna get a bottom rope? I don't are know. You, are you gonna talk about um? What, what what did he call it? He called it um, some. What was the track that he was t- talking about? Like the the penis track. Consensual penis. <laughs> Consensual <laughs> penis. <laughs> that was the line he had on his song, and it was like, okay, this is over. <laughs> so sitting next to us was Mark Mark Alley podcast. Yeah, yeah, Friends yeah. of ours. Um, yeah, you were talking 
So they were sitting next to Great Muda, and that was kind of cool. Um, Muda, Muda was wearing this um, pink shirt with a teddy bear on it. I don't know why, but... I mean, because bat, Japanese badasses can get away with stuff like that. Dude! Hello Kitty gave Minoru Suzuki a customized t-shirt. Oh, that's kind of badass. Um, over over from us is was Killer Cross and the dude that's with um, the um, Simone guy. Um, fa, 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 fa. What's his name? From back, it goes like this. The headbangers? No. Uh, no, the the right Simone now. dude. Um, fa la 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 or something. Fa, fala? Fala, how? I don't know her name. Yeah, fala, right? Is that Fala? Yeah, you go like this. The only thing I thought about was Ryback. Oh no, he goes. You know like, the one Simone dude that's like heavy set. It's an like impact. Sumo gear. Which one? Hey, House of Hardcore shows that we sometimes see. There's a lot of heavy set sumo guys. But like he's the one that does like the fa, fa, fa. I think it's fa. Oh God, what, what is his name? <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking his, about. His his partner his partner on Impact was there. Um. And a lot of people didn't did a lot, a lot of them did some no showing because Morrison wasn't going in there because his ex was there. Um, they they pulled a PCO. No, he came out and did his in. Um, he stayed a little bit longer doing that um, autographs because when at House of Hardcore, I got in line and somebody goes, "Are you the guy that called my um, brother Billy?" And like I'm like, "Oh shit, it's Billy!" And I started going like, "Everybody, it's Billy here!" And, that, and then the whole arena goes, "Hi, Billy!" It was kind of funny, but so I got in line to Morrison. What's your problem with people named Billy? I don't know. I like using because. Okay, I, I, here's I, the story. I've, I've noticed. I've noticed that there. Every single time you want to troll people, we call them Billy. So yeah. Why you got a problem with people named Billy? No, it's just like instead of like getting their real name, it's like Mark in the world. It's like, hey, hi, Mark. I'm just calling people Billy now, like Billy Goat. You're a goat, scapegoat. No, but the story. This, but the story is, I told George. So you need to learn how to talk to people. Just go up to someone and go, "Hi, Billy." If it's the wrong name, it's okay. So I was like, "Do this. This is where I call people Billy." And if someone goes, "That's not my name," it's like, "George oh, I'm sorry. is a grown man." I it's know. It's hard to believe, but he's a grown man. I know, but I'm not teach- need to father him. No, I was okay. teaching him something. I go, "Hi, Billy," and the girl stopped. And go and she's like, "Excuse me." I'm like, "Yes." How do you know my brother's name Billy? And that's how the Billy thing came along. It was me calling um, somebody Billy as a joke with George because George doesn't know how to talk to anybody. But out for nowhere, you see him talking to people that he doesn't know. So I don't understand the dude. He has a broken foot since '06. I don't know his madness of life that he should jump off a bridge somewhere. Um, not really, but that would be kind of rude. But um, get hit by a car by it? No, I can't do that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> All right, but, so let's let's uh, let's, oh, let's let's move. Let's oh, move let me move along. on to the whole John Morrison. So I started talking to John Morrison. And I'm like, I started talking about Survivor, and I said Survivor lost ratings because they voted you off. And then um, his wife goes. Yeah, me too. And then uh, I'm like, brought up the picture of his movie, the Bounty Hunter movie. And and he like looks around, he's looking at it, he's going, see, this is back in the day to his wife. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, uh, going like that. And then he goes, I was like, how much? 
He goes, are you getting anything else? And I'm like, no, I'm not. He goes, free. And I'm like, cool. So he signed it, John Morrison and all that. And I was like, yeah, I was trying to tag, um, tweet tweet you, and you never, never answered me back. And then she goes, he never answers me back either on Twitter. So we know Morrison doesn't tweet people back on on social media. <laughs> Lesson number one, when you're talking to people, you don't go, he never got back to me. Don't take it so seriously. Wrestlers don't give back to a lot of people. I was just I was joking because I asked a question. It was lesson a joke. number lesson number two. There's partial truth in jokes. Okay. You should know this. But at least I got an autograph for free and I can't wait to frame it. What is your most prized possession? My prized in wrestling, in wrestling, it's not signed or anything, but I really enjoyed the Eddie Guerrero doll I have. I think your prized possession is the IRS one. No, I think it's the Bret Hart. But you love the IRS picture. I do love the IRS picture because I asked him, "Can you put IRS pay up and all?" Because birthday is April fifteenth and tax day, and stuff like that. And wow, so how have you been, everybody? Yeah. So, how was I your? Was... No, no, no. Hold on, son. We still got. We still got to wrap up this topic. Oh yeah. So how, how was the how was the main event? I oh the show was great. Mm. I mean, we did, did you see the Muda thing that I um, put out on the page? Yeah. That like he got the whole alien. It was like a outfit. xenomorph looking alien. Outfit. Oh my gosh! I was hyped, and like the first thing that came to mind was I need to record this because you weren't there, and that's why I did it. I needed to stay away so that Dreamer could finally get a win. Yeah. I always, oh, make is that what was... I always make a joke with Fran, like, the one time he doesn't come to the house and hardcore with us is the time Dreamer wins. <laughs> I'm bad luck with Philadelphia to start out with, because every single Phillies game I've gone to, they've lost. Wow. Like, the last... We need, we need to change the, that. The, the last X amount of... I, I forgot how many games in a row it was, but I was like, every time I go to a fucking Phillies game, they lose! <laughs> I'm like that when I went to a lot of Eagles games. You know how many Eagles games I went to? None. Two. Two. And they both lost. How long ago was that? I don't know. It's when they didn't have anybody. This is for McNabb. Oh, so they were <laughs> losing all the... This... Wow, that would be like Randall Cunningham days. No, 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 no. It's a little bit... Wait. I know I went to a Dolphins game preseason. And then I went to a preseason Patriot game. That, that, that game I went with my sister's boyfriend, Jerry... And I forget. And this dude that I went to school with is his friend that lost his girlfriend in a um, car accident. Okay, I can't remember his name, but... Steering back to the show. Okay, we're going back to the show. Uh, Three best matches on that card. Um, Nunzio and Chase Gaines. Yes. Yes. Uh, The main event, obviously. Yes. Well, from a story. Well, just from an entertainment perspective. What oh shoot, what was the one that I loved? Oh, Jordan Grace and Taya Valkyrie was pretty good too. Which one did I like? And to see her in person, oh my gosh, she's fucking hot. Yeah. What's she your other wife? She's the main wife now. The main wife? Yeah. She got promoted. Yeah. She's she's now to Paige's place. So who's your side wife? Uh Paige and Kathy Kelly. Side wives. Wives, <laughs> plural. I got cocky binds, buddy. So who's your side girlfriend? You won't even call her a wife, but Dakota you're like... Kai. Okay. Just, just checking with that. And, um... Uh, 
Oh, best match of the night by far was the House of Hardcore TV title match with uh, Willie Mack, Teddy Hart, and Rich Swan. Yeah, that match was amazing. Teddy Hart was... Dude, Teddy Hart is loved in Teddy Hart should not be doing flawless moonsaults for a guy his size. Like, at all. But that's his whole thing. He, he does, does like a Kurt Angle he, level moonsault. He does, um, like, he does like flawless moonsaults in his sleep. He... See, <coughs> Teddy Hart is the guy that I'm going to keep on doing this moves and not care he's doing it. But I love the Canadian Destroyer. Oh yeah, that top rope Canadian Destroyer was amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have been talking about how they're like, man, this is... I cannot believe this. Teddy Hart seems to be um, maturing. Like you, know, yes. you don't really hear a lot of bad stories about him anymore. So it's good, good for him. Um, I did think. Um, I did think um, that um, the Joey Ryan thing. They should have just. I thought they shouldn't have brought out D'Lo. Mm. I just thought D'Lo. I didn't know D'Lo was with Impact. That was yeah. He didn't know that. Yeah, he was with Impact for a while now. But um, like I get why they did it because Billy Gam basically no showed, but no, he didn't no show. His plane didn't get travel there. issues, quote unquote. But travel issues. So, yeah. so he pulls. Oh, we're forgetting one: Luchasaurus and Moose. Yes, Moose. Moose looked, impressed me. He he's gotten better since the last time I seen him. But Lucha is. Luchasaurus is oh, amazing. Yeah. And he carried him. It's no him. surprise Lucha, it, like, it's not even. Lucha carried him that made Moose look 100%. Yeah. Because Lucha when, made Moose look like a great heel in the ring. Oh my gosh. And you hated his rope. Yeah, that's the only, that's my only complaint with Moose during that. It's just, he wears like all black gear and then he has like this sequin green and yellow robe, like Ric Flair, Bobby Roode robe. It just, it just doesn't go right. <laughs> the nature Moose. <laughs> I think OVE was I think OVE is over in Philly Oh yeah Big time I totally forgot about that match It was um, OVE versus It was the Radicals Dez, the Trey, Rad- and Wentz Yeah That was my first time seeing them live They're pretty good They're, they're pretty good Yeah They're 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 a good little they're group good, like up and start Tag stable Um A little Gleedo had um Nunzio tights on The whole match <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. I was like, "Oh shit!" That's... His finisher now is the kill switch, though. Yeah, it he like changes every time you see him bite. Because he's a technician, so he's going to use any way possible to get him. Yeah, but I've never really associated him with the kill switch. Mm-hmm. He, he had a good one, but it's just not a move I associate with Little Guido. No, I, mean, I got what you're saying. So he's yeah. pulling the Tommaso Ciampa. I'm just going to do different finishers. Yeah, that's what I would done. If I was a wrestler, I wouldn't want to. I don't want to finish. I would try to do anything to get over. Oh, we are forgetting right. another match too. Oh yeah, Sammy versus Eddie. Yeah, that was that was pretty good too. That I was... want I wanted to start a um Hakalugi chant just to get over. Oh, that that spit spot was gross. <laughs> yeah, didn't you like turn your head? No, no, like it was me and like five other people just gag like dry heaving. Like it was so <laughs> gross. He but, took he took Sammy's spit and oh I can't even describe it. Yo, like, next time Sammy's in town, we need to start a Haka Lugi chant. No, we need because to start a Jess be funny. Russell don't spit chant. <laughs> don't spit. Chant. It's so pissed. At least he's not swallowing. Please don't spit. 
please don't spit. Swallow, swallow. Pisses me off that George will not let him use his crutch. Right? <laughs> and they had a street fight match. So and Sammy would totally take his crotch. <laughs> we already like we already know George can walk. Just, so he, the next night the um, House sword. of Hardcore was um taped in New York. And they had an all triple threat match with um William Mack, Eddie Edwards, and Sammy Callahan. Oh, I bet that match. See, that's what I mean. I don't get me wrong. The shows in Philly are great, but I hate how the one in New York is always slightly better. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the one. Here's the match that Swan I would have been market. crazy for: Rich Swan versus Teddy Hart. St. James, New York, is a larger market than the birthplace of ECW. New York in general. New York, yeah, it's up there. Yeah. All right, that's fair. So yeah, um, you had um. Rich Swan versus Teddy Hart for the Impact title. Oh, the Impact title. Oh, yeah. X-Division champion? The X-Division title, yeah. Sorry. Billy Gunn, um, your girl, Which reminds Jordy me, Grace. Brian Cage was there, but he didn't wrestle. Um, he's injured. Really? Doesn't he have like, a storyline going on with that Michael Elon guy, though? Elgin? Yeah, he was there. A lot of people were there. Kelly Cross was there, too. But they didn't use him. Fair. You know what I mean? What was the injury that Brian Cage had again? What's that? Yeah, I think it's just a, like, a move. I think, you know when, like, it's something like it was nothing, they just need to heal up kind no, of injury? No, because I remember, like, it was... Can you look at his injury? He, wasn't it when he won the Impact title or Yeah, whatever? I think so, yeah. Like, it was in that match where he got an injury? I remember when, like, Batista needed to take time, so they didn't put him in matches, they just had him out and talk yeah. for a while. I think that's what they're trying to do with Brian Cage. Not get him out there and try to hurt himself more, so they lose him. Um, so yeah, dude, Joey Ryan versus Little Grado, um, Michael Elge is it? Elgin. Elgin, that's how I pronounce it. Elgin versus Luchasaurus. Man, I would love to see that. Um, Ace Romero versus Madman Fulton to a no contest. Yeah, dude, like if back injury. Yeah, yeah. That so good. that's why he didn't wrestle. So the let his back heal. This is this is um something that just came to mind before I forget about it. This is something we gotta do next year. Not this year, but maybe next year. Is well, I don't know how you'd feel about going to an AEW event. I'll go to AEW. But I think that we should go to one AEW event and we should go to one one takeover. Okay, I'm done with that. And and just for the hell of it, because I know that you're that you're like our current big. Oh, indie we can guy. do an impact show too. I'm, I'm just saying because I've been to an impact show. I, well, um, I'm saying takeover just because ninety nine percent of their shows have been amazing, mm-hmm. and the one percent that wasn't was like just a really good show. I yeah. did want to go see Evolve. You had a chance to go to Evolve. They got Evolve coming up. With, to be fair, um, I would go Matt, see them involved matches coming. Matt Riddle versus Drew Gulak sounds like it's going to be great. And what day is that? Like July 13th. Oh, See? fuck, I can't go because I'm going to have a wedding to go to. Screw the wedding. Tell them Matt Riddle's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Bro. Let's, they will understand. But yeah, no, that, that should be something that we try to do like, next year. Not, not Even if there is a small road trip involved. Because we haven't really... Like, well, I mean, I, this 
easier one to probably go to is TakeOver because nine times out of ten it's probably going to be at Brooklyn anyway. Yeah. yeah. But I think that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm down with it. So, we got to... See, I'm not a bad person against AEW. I just don't like the fans. <laughs> That's like, um... What the hell is it? It's, oh, you know what? That's like uh, Cesaro's, uh, one of his old gimmicks where he is like, he loves America, he just doesn't love the people. No, I feel the same way. <laughs> it, it, it depends on the day, because some days when you're just like, Fuck Cody Rhodes and AEW. I just hate the fans. I hate the fans. You're no. so, you're so conflicted. You see, here's okay. So this was one of the things I was talking about before we moved this on. Was that I said, how can you hate this place? Look at all these people on the card. You're a freaking mark for all these guys, man. I know, I know, I know. I mean, good God, they had Pillman Jr. on the last show. Like, I mean, that's. I'm a fan of Pillman Jr. And his and his uh. Um, booking fees for interviews. Dude, I, I was watching Super 8 from last month. The, the one called the Third Generation Superstars? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know Von Erich's had kids. It's Kevin. Yeah, I didn't know the Von Erich had a kid. I didn't know they were Von Erich still wrestling. I got kids. Dude, um, Carrie had a daughter. had a kid for that matter. Car- um, Car- um, Carrie, um, Carrie had a kid too. And yeah. we seen her in Impact. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know he had a a daughter. I just didn't know there was like, you know, Brett Eric's like still wrestling. You know, Bret Hart has kids, but they never went into the business. I mean, I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just saying it's surprising for Von Eric's. You know that mm. there's surviving Von Eric's wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll, t- I'll <laughs> when tell you. Considering the fact that low key their whole family gene pool died off. Like, yeah, but Kevin's still alive. I he was he's the only one. I know. Because they're he, like the wrestling Kennedy. Because like, he's the real Highlander. One must live. The Von Erics are literally the wrestling world equivalent to the Kennedys. They just all died. No, the Kennedys are still out there. Dude, it's called the Kennedy Curse for a dude, reason. Dude, people like die. You know who just joined? Yeah, people don't die by like you know freak who, accidents. Yo, you know stuff, who just though. joined the Kennedy bloodline? Who? Chris Pratt. Oh, he's Star Lord. He's fucked. R.I.P. Chris Pratt. He just married Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Oh, he's fine. You know, Arnold's in the Kennedy gene. Yeah, but it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. We don't have to worry about him dying anytime soon. If anything, he's already a robot by now. (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of things that need to die. How else could a 70-year-old man just take a drop? I mean, how else could a 70-year-old man take a drop kick like it's nothing? Dude, that drop kick was crazy. He's not already a robot. <laughs> I, I, I was going <laughs> to... What's funny? There man? was... There, like, the YouTube comments. That was that was the funniest thing. I think somebody was just like... I'll um, be back. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, he said... Oh, the person turned around and I was like, I'll be back. <laughs> or uh, somebody else goes like, you know... Oh, I think he hurt himself. And he's like... There's 200 some odd bones in a body. That's just one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a tumor. It's a tumor. Oh, Speaking gosh. of things that need to die. Okay. So we had our latest Saudi Mania show. Okay. And did it, did 
either of you two watch the show at all? I caught just the results. I did not watch the show. I... Did you watch the clips? Did you watch any clips? I watched whatever clips they started playing on YouTube, and you didn't see what happened with Taker and Bra- or Oh no, I saw the Taker I, and I saw the gifs. I saw the gifs. Yeah. No. Really? You didn't see it? No, because I have a thing. Like I supported Saudi at one point because the whole women thing. But when they killed somebody. Last year, I can't watch any Saudi shit. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I, I like nothing, nothing against it. No, you know, but the wrong. king killed somebody, and they. I disagree with that though. He you're won't. not wrong though, because in a way, I had a reason for not watching it too. They're like considering executing an 18 year old kid who they've had in prison for five years because he protested something on his bike. So, kind of let the bad dis- taste I in my do, mouth. I do disagree one with one thing on that though is that when you talk about like. Oh, the Saudi government killed somebody. The United States government does the same thing probably every day. But I don't know. I. We but hear... you know the stuff happens. It's Dude. like, well, if I don't see it, it doesn't exist. You know things like this happen on a regular basis, you know? And people just like to kind of brush it aside because it's like, oh, if I don't see it, I don't have to worry about it. But it's out there. I know. Dude, like, dude. The United States killed a thousand people in a goddamn um, building in 9-11. Come on, tell me that's not. But nobody saw that either, but you kind of know that something's up with that. Yeah. Before we get into it. So, the, anyway, so the whole... um, I had to watch Goldberg and Taker for one reason. The drop on the head? Just to see how bad it was, or just just to get him an idea? What are you talking about? It was an amazing, strong-style match. Undertaker, <laughs> Tombstone, Piledrive, Goldberg for real, and he kicked out at two. Who can say that? <laughs> yeah, and Goldberg gave a new variation to the jackhammer. It's like a brain-buster combination. He gave him the brain hammer. <laughs> the brain, the brain hammer. hammer. The cranium hammer. Cranium crusher. So after that match, they said that there was a clip of um, there was a clip of Goldberg on the outside of the ring where he just collapses, and because of the quality of the video, and because of the lighting and everything, somebody commented on it. They were like, "Man, this is the definition of blood money right here." You just see Goldberg just—it looked like he just dies, and you can't tell if it's because of his head getting smashed or if it's just because of exhaustion. Probably both. But I then heard, I heard that ring temperature was like a hundred and some degrees. Yeah, but then like after, after the uh, apparently they had a shouting match in the back. Oh yeah, Taker right. wasn't pleased. Goldberg obviously was like he even posted online. He was just like, yeah, you know, bad match. I'm sorry. So it was just. <clears throat> but even watching a couple other clips of the show, like there was one where it was. Lashley versus uh, Lashley versus Strowman, and some of the spots that they did, like Lashley, when he hit Strowman with the running power slam, and you know the announcer's like, "Oh, this is amazing!" And meanwhile, it's like a Japanese crowd. There was like absolutely no noise at all. It was like, "Ooh, that's that's great." Because they don't really care about those guys. It's just Goldberg and Undertaker. Literally. Until they get to, like, the main event of the people that they care about, all you see them do 
They just walk around, be on their phone, talk. That's it. They treat the whole show as a piss break until like maybe one or two matches. You know the fans are that are really enthusiastic? India. Mm. You, you guys are great Kali. Dude, I'm surprised was oh no. Jinder Mahal gets a big giant reaction. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why they wanted to run that market and then they just said, Yeah, we cha- we we changed our minds. Upside. Ginger's doing good in the twenty four seven division. So it looks like WWE um I know it's not on the list or anything, but I just started reading it right now. Looks like um WWE's taking a ring honor thing. What do you mean? Look they're forward. gonna they're gonna do a oh, the break- breakout tournament. Yeah. You saw that? Yeah. Like Ring of Honor does a breakout tournament. Like like nobody's, you know what I mean? Like not being well, not nobody's well known. But they're well known guys like like there's a couple of WWE guys who are in that tournament now, you know what I mean? From back in the day. It's that, just it sucks because now like all their names are different. Yeah. Isn't like that, Shane Strickland is like Jordan Miles or something now. But isn't that kinda like what they were doing with the uh May Young Classic and the Cruiserweight Classic? Just throwing guys that they don't have on contract? Yeah, but yeah, they didn't know because Coda wasn't under contract. No, I mean there were people there there were people that were under contract, but there were also others outside of the company. Because Coda just did like the tournament and then like maybe like one or two matches by next Nothing week. nothing nothing against Shane Strickland. I should have he should have said no about changing his name. Yeah, because all the name changes are just so weird. I get for copyright reasons why they can't because not every not every wrestler is gonna have the ability to trademark their name. You know what yeah. I mean? But so still, they could have come up with something slightly. Shane, better. like they could have made a deal that Dota can use his name to a point because there's a lot of wrestlers that use their real name. Nigel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who did you say? Nigel McGuinness. You said Daniel Bryan. No, Daniel Bryan was um, Dan- um Brian Anderson. Well, I mean, yeah, no, kind of. You know what I mean? He's, also, is, he's he's also had promos in WWE where he. Name drops his actual his his independent name. It's just he's, it's it's weird it's weird with somebody like Brian because half the time it looks like he doesn't give a fuck what they think and other times he wants to play company guy. So it's like, it just depends on what like you AJ catch Styles it. kept his name. You had um Smojo kept his name. Yeah, because yeah. they trademarked it. But yeah, but WWE. Well, they would have been they would have been dumb as shit if they would have changed AJ's name because people know him, AJ Styles. Yeah. Yeah. So. But or WWE and Smojo for that matter. But WWE did that in the past before. You know what I mean? Dude, one man gang was big on as one man gang, and then he comes to WWE, he becomes Akeem, the African Destroyer. I don't know if it was African Destroyer, but Akeem the African. Wasn't I still during the territory days? Yeah. Some people like still had no clue about certain wrestlers. Yeah, but like that was the thing. You can't really do that. But now. they did that in the future too when people were getting to know other wrestlers too. But knowing that you have Impact, Ring of Honor, um AEW now, um New Japan. New Japan, but the wrestlers are going by PWG. Like everybody knows Punisher Martinez. Is, right? Punisher, yeah. Now he's a uh, Now he's like Billy the Goat Boy. No, he's uh, Damian Priest. Oh, is it Damian Priest? To be fair, though, I, I like that name, though. Most name cha- most name changes are whack. Damian Priest does sound pretty cool, though. 
out of all these name changes, we're not talking about the uh, the Viking experience. That is horrible. See, I like I don't like if you change their name completely or something like that. It's it's fifty fifty. It just depends on how catchy the name is. If you're like getting rid of the last name, that's what I think is stupid. I I think so. so what was what was Cesaro's last name? Antonio. Antonio. Oh, first name was Antonio. So so what they do is so what they do is we're gonna <coughs> we're gonna change your name. We're gonna give you a full name, but then you go on the main roster. Now we're gonna axe half that name. Yeah. Now you have like zero identity with who you used to be. <laughs> who else? Oh, Alexander it, Rusev. Yes. You see, it's a slow, methodical. It, it's 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 a process. Adrian Neville. Yeah. There there is a reason why Vince does that. So no, actually, you know what? That could be why Vince does that. So you, you so you were remembered on the independence as this guy. So we're gonna give you a full name. But then we're going to change that name. So it's going to be two names ago that people knew you as your independent name instead of one name ago. He did, he did that with the um, the War Machine. Then now they go by their last names, right? Roe and um, Hampson? No, they go by something completely different now. Oh my they go God. by the Viking Raiders. No, he, like, he changed their names too. Oh my gosh. I feel so bad. I know them. Ivar and something. Uh, and this is why, and this is why still people people still mention, oh, well the revival are the tag team champions again. Yeah, but the whole tag team division is a fucking joke. Yeah, keep in mind. No, there's some good wrestlers in the tag. There's team. good wrestlers, but that, it doesn't they're not doing anything. You, with that. we forgot that uh, Curtis and his rider were even tag team champions. Really, you forgot? Yes, because they haven't been on TV in like four weeks. They I know been on they TV weren't on since TV, WrestleMania, but. I knew they, they're, they're they weren't end, on TV since like WrestleMania. Story, their end story was winning the belts, and then after that, they had nothing for them. So they were like, "We're just going to wait that, until that, you drop that, the belts." That is the writer's fault for not doing that. Yeah, but you don't keep if your Vince, tag team if, champions if off the team for said, a I need you guys to get pushed because you could say it's the writer's fault. It's still. Like, I still think Vince is still pissed off. Oh, that. it's still Hanson and Rowe are now Eric and Ivar. By the way. It still lands on Vince. Vince has the final say in everything. I think Vince is still pissed off that Ryder got over on the internet and not WWE's over. I, I honestly don't even think Vince remembers that shit. Because, like, his whole thought process is things that happened, like, two weeks ago. Oh, uh, you're saying he's like, um, what was his name? Five, um, ten second Tom? I bet you five bucks Vince has dementia. Or no, at least Alzheimer's. Well, it's, it, no, it's all, yeah. It's, it's the whole thing of like when, when people say oh well you know why don't they do long term booking or booking or whatever it's because they're going by what Vince wants and you know that he has a span of like 2-3 weeks tops but you're saying like Vince thinks we're stupid absolutely and what is he thinking now because hello he does, Vince he does think that people are stupid because you because Okay, so when they had that conversation a while back during one of their press conference or conference calls, when they were like, you know, we're trying to, they're trying to expand their audience or whatever, and they were like, you know, um, you got 205 Live for the people that, I mean, they got a little bit of everything for, for people to watch. That's one of the things that they keep trying to mention is that it's like, you know, you want a show like NXT, well then watch NXT. You want this show, you watch this show. Mm-hmm. And even with SmackDown as being one of the main... Ro- I mean, SmackDown is not bad, you know? But they keep forgetting that they have 
they have ingrained <coughs> it into our heads that Monday Night Raw is their flagship show and that everything that actually matters happens on that show. And this wild card world definitely doesn't help So, either. if their main show... That's the dumbest thing in the world. So, if their main show is not doing that well, then it's going to trickle on, down on everything else. Didn't I, like, read something, like, recently, Vince noticing the um, ratings and everything's going down now? And he needs but to change something but up? But they don't even go by ratings these days, because there's so many other things that you got to keep in mind. Like, you think... the Like, the, 24, the 24-7 championship. That wasn't even a Vince idea. That was the TV channel's idea. But it was... But, but um, it was the whole thing of like how that that is a joke title, and it's probably their top title right is, now because it gets the most views online. But it's the best thing they're doing right now besides Bray Wyatt. And guess what? The whole concept, even though you could say it came from the Hardcore Championship from years ago, I still think it has to do Shikara. with the whole thing with Chicago. It's it's not it's not even like the 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 concept isn't original, but it's how it's being presented. Yes, and. Like, they're really incorporating the whole, like, let's catch people when they're not at shows, when they're just kind of doing their thing. I was confused about Raw, and they were in the elevator, and I was just confused. They just want an excuse to get Carmella and Five Guys in the elevator, so people can make fun of that. <laughs> Five Guys in the elevator. <laughs> I said it was a Brazers production. It was, what's this called again? Brazzers? Brazzers. Yeah. Um, I apologize for my mispronunciation of that. Sir that would always do that. First of all, I'm not an expert. And if we are talking about specific sites, I don't use browsers. I'm a Pornhub guy. <laughs> <laughs> but they have browsers videos on there. I don't watch them. What do you mean you don't watch them? There's some good shit. How would you know? Because like <laughs> I see them on X videos. Oh, X videos, that brings me back. <laughs> uh, it brings me back to my high school days. That was like what, like three, four years ago? No, seven. Okay. Okay. What's the next question? So Dominion or Dominion? New Japan had their Dominion show recently, and I heard good things about it. What was the? Th- what did you hear that caught your attention? Like, oh, this sounds interesting. Um, the, really, the thing that got my attention is that I, stupid, didn't know it was happening. And then you guys showed me what was going on, and I was busy doing something else. It wouldn't have mattered because, like, so, because whenever New Japan does their shows, like, if you want to watch it, you have to be up at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, 3. What? Like, 6. 6 in the yeah, morning? Yeah, the, the main event was on between 6 and 7 a.m. So. God damn! But I understand because of the different. Come show, come everybody. Just try to brush up on a couple of things. So um, Moxley had his, he had his New Japan appearance, and he squashed uh, Shota Fumino. He's basically a young lion. A young lion is yeah, basically yeah. their version of a job. Yeah. Uh, but to take away from that is that he announced that he wants to be in G1. What is Moxley. Oh. See, that's where I said he should be going to. I oh. think he should have went to... Have you seen any of his promos that he's doing lately in like New Japan and stuff? 
it's it's such a dramatic difference. It would be great if somebody like posts that stuff on our page. You can catch it on YouTube. But I know, I know. But it's like I'm it's, not gonna see stuff that's not gonna get my attention. But like the difference in his promoing now is like night and day. Mm-hmm. It's like because now that he can like now it's he has a Moxley like, promo. Now that he has the creative freedom, like you can feel like the emotion and passion behind everything he says and does now. Yeah. Let's see, it's uh I can't pronounce half these names. Like Shingo Takagi. Oh, oh Shingo Takagi. Yeah. Against uh Will Osprey, right? No, uh Sat- Shit, Will was on there? Satoshi oh, Will Osprey fought a uh, dragon Dragon Lee, right? Yeah, and apparently that was like a Dave Meltzer beat off match. It was yeah. like four and three quarters. Well, Austria's been really killing it lately. Um, They've been, he they, already, he's already had, like, match of the year contender. They were talking about the one thing... I want to say that. They were saying the one thing with Osprey recently is that he's been... I'm not going to say he's been, like, pulling a AJ Styles or Michaels because he's still pretty young, but, like, he's been um, changing his style. He was told to. He's doing more, like, power moves. Less acrobatics. Um, yeah, but he's saying he's still doing the acrobatics for when it matters more. So he's essential. So he is essentially pulling Styles and Michaels, where it's like, um, here, let's because let's, Jericho let's, talked to him. I heard it from somewhere that Jericho told Will to cut back on his flippy floppy stuff. But there's a to there's, get to, because WWE is not going to look at you to doing all this flippy floppy stuff. They're going to look see what you can do. All around. I thought he said he wasn't trying to go to WWE though. But he he said if you ever do. Oh. And I bet well, dude, any wrestler, any wrestler in the in the freaking world, will love to go to WWE just because they watched it. Or for the money. Honestly, I see. I just, I, me personally, sorry to interrupt. I just feel like Will is in that category of like wrestler that is so good that he's proven that he does not need WWE. A lot of wrestlers don't need WWE because Joey Ryan already said he doesn't need WWE, or and he makes money like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love Joey Ryan. I love everything he does, but yeah, but he still has an open door if he ever wants to do Joey it. Joey Ryan doesn't want to be on TV because if he's on TV, it neuters his gimmick. Yeah. Yes, but Joey Ryan can come in after he's done wrestling, like like, like how Steve Carino, how Steve Carino's now in WWE as a trainer guy in the back you know me for NXT you know what I mean mm-hmm. Joey Ryan will get in there at one point because I remember listening to Mark Henry talk highly about Joey Ryan and um and Mark Henry goes oh is that the guy with the uh, the whole penis thing and, but they met before before that <laughs> is that the guy with the penis <laughs> here's the magic penis no it's a dildo get it right no but um <laughs> but who is saying that WWE doesn't want the flippy floppy stuff? Because it really depends on it, it. It still depends on the wrestler though, because like the less is more. If you if we listen to all the podcasts we had, we don't have to listen to the podcast. No, that's, I'm that's, just saying. I, I, I'm just putting in there. A lot of wrestlers said less is more. Eric Martin said less is more. So, but at, but at the same but. but you don't want to put out all your moves in one but, match. But again, something going back to um, 
when you're at a certain age where you can do all the athletic moves yeah. and everything, then I think that's kind of half the reason why people say, you know what, I'm still young, I can still do this. Let me show you what I can do, and then learn how to do the other stuff. As so there, so there is a, there is a spot for people that do that, but they're still learning. Because yeah. you notice when they get older, it's also a matter of like it's a matter of okay, I know how to do more. Plus, at, I'm trying to scale back. Look at Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, he's always injured because he keeps on doing the stuff. If he toned down on half the stuff he does, flying and all that, and put in different technician stuff. Yeah, but Jeff Hardy's never been a technical guy. But you he's can just, still. He's literally he's a literal spot. I know he is, but like. I bet his injuries <coughs> will calm down a little bit, and but it's also a matter of what people. It's just, it. This is what it comes down to. It's what the wrestler wants to do, because mm-hmm. like you got a guy like um. Well, Osprey. Well, well, no, I'll use another example, like. Like Van Dam. Mm-hmm. Van Dam is. I mean, he's he's shown times where, he's shown times when he's motivated to that he can have, a. Technician more ground based match. Yeah. But and you see that a lot with Sandra. But you can clearly see that's not what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. He wants to be like creeping up on fifty years old still doing like the shit that he can do from years ago. Yeah. It's just like, that he's doing a lot of You can actually now. see it in a match he had with Tommy not so long ago. Like compare that like opening like sequence mm-hmm. to like their match. It was uh on Raw. It was like like the last hardcore match. Slash yeah. intercontinental title match. They, they did the same opening sequence, and you can see like he's like like a lot slower and stuff now. Yeah. But he's still trying to like do all that athletic stuff that he, that he really can't do as much anymore. Well, the thing about Van Dam is the fact that it's like he still wants to show that he can do it and he can do the stuff, but just with a lot more just, effort. Yeah. So well, what's next on the car on the card? We had Liger and Yoshihashi versus... Is that the original Liger? Did you see the pleasure Liger? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He's basically on his, like... This is his last year in wrestling. Okay. So after this year's up, he's retiring. Then he should take a tour in the United States before he goes. Wait, wait. He did. He was on... Uh, what was the show at Madison Square Garden? G1. Yeah, G1. He, he was there. He was uh, I'm not talking about, like, doing the goodbye tour in America. I would go see him wrestle for one more time. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, he's, he kind of just wrestles sporadically anyway, so. <laughs> so, he, yeah, he had a tag match with Yoshihashi against um, Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, oh, dude. Or Suzuki? Yeah. Oh, wow. Zack Sabre Jr. Because Zack's heel right now. Yeah. He's, he's, an all, he's an all guy that's good in the English strong style. Uh, well, Jericho's on there, right? Jericho and Okada. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the main event. Mm-hmm. So the, the next match after that was uh, Tanahashi, uh, Juice Robinson, and Brasuki Takuchi. Is that how you say his name? Sure. I'm saying it close enough. <laughs> okay. Um, they defeated the the Bullet Club. Okay. It was uh, Jay White, Owens, and... So not the main Bullet Club, just... The Bullet Club B team? Yeah. So, like, now, like, nobody talks highly about 
Well, I mean, the Bullet Club kind of just... I mean, I hate to say it, after the Elite years kind of ran up, it just kind of is just... It's kind of like in a stagnant place. I don't think that has anything to do with that. I think it's the fact that they... Jay White's the leader. Jay, fuck Jay White. <laughs> like, you know what? Jay White is such an awesome heel. Because it's like, it just immediately just fuck this guy. <laughs> like... Jay White being the leader of the Bullet Club is like when Lex Luthor became president. But he was a great president. I'm saying, yeah. That's like, an insult to Lex Luthor. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what other matches on there? Uh, G.O.D. fought who? Hold on a second. It's uh, Tamahiro. Oh my god, I can't Just say Just try your best. Tamakiro. I feel like Jim Ross, okay? Tama, uh, that, that, that Japanese guy. Uh, Tamahiro Ishii, Ishii, I-S-H-I-I. Tamahiro Ishii. Yes, against Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Ooh, I love Tai Chi. It was for the never That's good. open week. Tai Chi is good food, right? Yes. Yes, it is. The only member, well, I mean, that match is pretty decent, but the biggest highlight from that was the post-match, where mm. G.O.D., in their New Japan post-match interview, called out the Usos and the Revival. Okay. Like, for, like they actually said their name. It wasn't like a, like a hint. Like they just say, basically said, like, "Yo." Who did commentating for the American version? Uh, Jim Ross is not there. Uh, I thought it was like Kevin Kelly and somebody else. Yeah. Uh, Isn't does, doesn't Cyrus do a commentary there? Uh, he does Impact. Oh, Don Callis. Yeah, I think he does Impact. He doesn't do. Yeah, since um Don Callis and um, what was the what was um the. The Canadian, um, the stable with Petey, Petey Williams and, um, A1. What was the manager's name? I, for, I forgot. He, he's back in, in back too. Okay. So him and Doc Callis are like in the lead of, besides Tommy, you know what I mean? Um, the, the one match that you were asked, that you were mentioning was, uh, Tamatonga and, Ta- how do you say his last Tama name? Tamatonga. Tamatonga. And Tonga Loa. Oh. You nodded your head. I actually got that right. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. They defeated... Um, I'm done. Los Angeles, Los Japan. Oh, that's that You got it right. You got the, the right. IWGP Tag Team Championship. Which one is it? It's this one right here. Los Ingo Bernabalus. Oh, oh it's Los Ingo Ballas. Los Ignorables. I don't know. Lost, God bless you. Lost, I bless you. It's like at you from um, Robin Hood Men in Tights. At you. Bless you. You mean Los Ignorables? Yeah, what well, you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Will Osprey. Oh my God. That was easy. Um, wait, wait, wait. Will how Osprey did, defeated You Trank. said that wrong. Shut the it's fuck up. It's Osprey. I'm just kidding. Shh. <laughs> Will Will Osprey (laughs) defeats Dragon Lee for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. And that was a... Oh, Ibushi and Naito. We'll get to that because of of what happens in that match. Yeah, so... Well, we we talked about the Osprey match already. Yeah, Naito versus Ibushi. Oh, man, that that fucking spot was... Yeah, I heard about it. So the highlight, if uh, you could even call it that. You guys showed me the on um, that move, and I'm like, holy yeah, so crap. Na- what so, 
So, Naito and Ibushi have been known, essentially, to kill each other in their matches. Every single match. They always have at least one or two spots where it looks like something horrible happened by accident when it seems that they clearly planned it out. So, the spot in this match was a German suplex from the the outside part. Yeah, the ring apron. And... Ibushi looked like he was trying to flip over and he essentially jammed and bent his neck backwards on the corner of the ring apron and just crumples to the floor. And it basically looked like he died. Yeah. And that should have been the end of the match. But instead they wrestled for... That was like probably halfway into the match. Mm. And then Ibushi drops... Naito on his head in a in this one like messed up pile driver and it was just they just love to kill each other. Everybody keeps saying they were like the people that mentioned this. They were like, yes, um, you want to make it look painful and make it look it. It's not necessary to take risks that close to if they fuck up, it's over. Maybe maybe they're just upset that um, Mexico gets deaths. And they don't. Not too soon. No, no, it's not even that. It's just the fact that, like, it's 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 funny because when I mean, no, that's that's not funny. But I'm saying that um, yeah, it's interesting to see how rest how far wrestling has evolved in certain aspects where people will appreciate, like, you know, the. Uh, like oh man that was such athleticism or like oh that was that was great psychology but like a lot of the dangerous spots that people might have gone crazy for before it's a little bit harder to watch I guess you know it's just not as necessary it's kind of like we used to see chair shots to the head all the time but now people kind of get pissed off if like one person takes an unprotected chair shot when that shit used to happen on a regular basis so but then at the same time, these, these same exact people will be like, yeah, well, guess what? Any of these moves can seriously injure or kill somebody. Mm-hmm. And, like, just because just because this one move looked like, oh, it, it, looked very, it looked very dangerous. All wrestling moves are dangerous. A backslide can break somebody's neck. Mm-hmm. So. And you do it wrong, yes. You know. I think the whole thing is the fact that people were just mentioning they were like, yeah, Ibushi's like one of the best wrestlers in the world right now, and he does not need to do things like that. I, okay, like, you know when you're talking about risk and all that, like, what is the best wrestler out there that doesn't, like, does all his moves but never injures anybody? Lance. Lance Storm? Oh, best wrestler? Oh. Dude, uh, I never heard anybody get injured off the Miz. And nobody giving him credit. Alright, here we go. No, 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 I'm just saying. Miz is somebody that I never heard anybody getting injured off of. Okay. Who what? else? Um, Randy? No. I never hear anything. I heard Randy getting hurt off of somebody else. But Ray, I never heard anybody saying Randy's a unprotected wrestler. What about Ziggler? I never heard anybody getting hurt off of Ziggler either. Ziggler got hurt when he got, he, hurt. He got kicked in the head. From he got hurt from Jack Swagger. So. But he never hurt anybody else. 
Waller disagrees. Waller disagrees? Yeah. Um, Bret Hart. Bret Hart said he never injured anybody because there's no facts anybody came forward saying that he got injured. Well, that was... That was something that he took great pride in was making things look as realistic as possible without hurting people. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, some, something, that, something that was mentioned in... Um, I think William Regal brought this up before. Is that... You know, I mean, if you watch Regal, like, he's got a, he had a strong style to him. Mm -hmm. But he always said that there's certain parts of the body that you can hit people hard and it's not going to hurt them. Yeah. And he was, like, kind of an expert with that. Yeah. But at the same time, even that match that he had, the one that got him fired from WCW when he mm -hmm. went against Goldberg. And, like, you know, everybody was like, oh, he was stiffing him. Oh, he was... I didn't hear a single fucking thing about Goldberg bitching about that. Like, no. oh, he, oh, he, he hurt me. I mean, like, shit. If anything, the matches he had with Scott Steiner were way worse as far as like impact goes. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't think that I don't think that Goldberg had a single issue with Regal. I think it was just the people backstage going, "You're not supposed to have a good match with him. You're supposed to get squashed." You know, mm -hmm. so Regal's. Yeah, I never heard any bad things with him either. You know what I mean? But that was the other thing, though, when it comes to, um... But even going back to the, My uh, dream. Never heard anybody getting injured from Jim Dream. Um, go going back to the... To the Naito Ibushi match, though, was the fact that, like... When people were mentioning, like, oh, this was so dangerous, but it's like... But this is New Japan. They are known to do things like that. They, they drop each other... I mean, that's... When when you mention New Japan, the very first thing that comes to mind is like people getting dropped on their heads. Yeah. And like it happens and it happens all the time. It was like what what was the one guy that went against um Who was the one guy that went against Okada who gave him like a headbutt and the guy that hit the headbutt actually had to retire from that? Shibita? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. it was him that got injured. The guy that delivered the headbutt got injured. So, you know, it's it's just part of their style over there. They're more willing to take certain risks, and it's the same. And then it's the same thing, even going back to like you know when you were talking about like hardcore matches, where okay, so David Arquette was like, "Oh, I'm gonna give this a try. Oh, this was a horrible idea, but props to the guys who make a living off of this." And so. those amazing wrestlers out there that. Have hardcore matches. It's not my cup of tea, but a lot of respect for what they do. You know, do. another one that comes to mind as far as a guy who was very a very intelligent mind for the business, and he was crazy. Was Necro Butcher? Yes. You talk to like you know every single interview. He sounds like the smartest dude you could ever talk to. Should he should have won an Oscar and all the rest of it. But uh, <laughs> but if you look at him now, it's like he's not even that old. He looks old as shit. <laughs> it's it's that all that um going through killing himself in matches to just to make us fans enjoy the product and it's crazy well it was something that he was good at so he was like you know I might as well but then again keep re keep pressing the rewind button but then that goes back to how certain wrestlers are known it was like even even the whole thing with like Amy Lee it's like you know when she was saying, like, when people come to come to a show, when they pay for a show, and they and they see that I'm on the card, they expect to see this. Yes. 
And that's the same thing with people like Jeff Hardy and Foley. It's like, yes, we know you for taking crazy stunts like this. You know? It's like when um, um, Dave um, Dave Dahl came and did our table. He said, I brought my jacket, so I'm going to put my jacket on. And he wore his jacket. You know what I mean? The staying gimmick. You know what I mean? But here's a question, though. So when you get the people where it's like, yes, you're, we're, you're expected to do these things. So when we look at a guy like AJ Styles, you know, is that part? Is that just part of who he is, or how people view him as a wrestler? Where it's like we expect him to be the best wrestler in the world, mm-hmm. and like kind of evolve his style over over the years, and like you yes. know. And I think he has. And that's the same thing with and, but but at, can we fault the guys that are known for it? it's like okay, Mick Foley was never known as a great wrestler. Even if he improved as a wrestler, he would still not be a great wrestler. Okay, like right now, like um, guys that you would never thought would prove, PCO. Dude, he's he's so over now. PCO PCO was good back in the day though. And he was he was not. He's there. he's just got a career like Renaissance or Resurgence or whatever. Like Gangrel. Like somebody yes. told me, Gangrel is going to be in that spot next. He's going to come out from nowhere and he's going to be the next PCO. But but again, even guys like Gangrel, Gangrel's good. Oh, I like, love it. Well, here okay, here's another one. Um, I love it when he sleeps. <laughs> And this led to a, I won't even say an argument, but maybe a discussion between, was when we were talking about Dustin. He I improved think a Dustin, lot. Yeah, but you were like, I wish I would have seen Dustin from like five years ago. But Dustin now is better than five years ago. It's true. It's Dustin, true. he is insane. It is insane how he is literally getting better Could it be every DDP year. yoga? Well, that's definitely part of it, but it's just, but it, you know, one of my friends was mentioning, he was like, that's just a credit to Dustin over the fact that like, he knows his limitations. He knows what he has to do. He wasn't on drugs now. You know what I mean? Like he was back in the day. Yeah. He, he, he knows what he has to do to be able to do. He knows his limitations and his strengths basically. And he's Correct. just, he's just very smart about where he goes with his career from now. I think he's done. I think this is going to be his last run. Yeah, but, I mean, that's something that they could be, you know, I mean... Did, did you have that feeling that um, every time you see Goldberg leave WWE, then just comes back from nowhere and, like, it felt like he was just injured? But he's always just don't... I mean, like... <laughs> his entire career has been based on money. So, as long as the money is there, he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Like, like, every time I saw and, him gone, he comes out from nowhere. And I didn't even have an issue when he came back the last time because they knew exactly what he was good for. He was good for hitting people with the spear, jackhammer, and that was it. Yeah. You know, and that's why, like, and even, even the match of Mania they against, had against Lesnar were, they, they only wrestled for, like, five minutes. But mm-hmm. it was about as good of a match as you were going to get from the two of them. It's true. You it's know? True. And the problem with the last show was, like, you know, I was watching, like, the intro, and I was like, okay, it started off all right, and then it just went downhill because of, like, Goldberg busting his head. But, like, 
that match showed up one more than five minutes, and yeah. like, and with the Saudi shows, they, you know, it's like okay, we're we're gonna we're really gonna hit it hard with the production values and all this stuff, but it's like they leave it's like they leave the writers in a booker's home. They're like, okay, you know what, we're just gonna we're gonna treat this like a house show. If they're going to run these shows, they need to run it with the same thought process as they do for the other shows. Yeah. And, like, that's one of the problems. They, it's that they have shows that have WrestleMania production values, but it has, like, the... You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not going to... Graham, what's the next topic? Because it feels like we've been... On a topic for a long time. No, I forgot what we were talking. We were talking about Naito uh, oh. versus Ibushi, which led to <laughs> everything in the world. And then we got Okada versus Jericho, which was essentially just so um, Okada retained. He did, and he actually won with something besides a rainmaker, which was a surprise because Okada oh, really? is like the Japanese Orton. He just RKO, 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 yeah, from nowhere, nowhere, yeah. nowhere, and um. It was more of an excuse for Jericho to attack Okada after the match, which led to Tanahashi saving him, I believe. Because uh, I, I think that's going to be like Jericho's, the, possibly Jericho's last feud mm -hmm. before leaving. It's oh, what was the one thing? You, no, Again, when, that's an old person that got approved over time, too, is Jericho. The one thing though don't don't like about Jericho right now is the fact that he wears makeup. No, I don't give a shit about that. He just says that to cover up the wrinkles. Like he, uh, <laughs> well, that's what most of, like you know. It's like, oh, look at Sting. He looks the same. As, well, he's because he's got the face paint on. You can't tell. The um, you can tell it's the hair. Oh, ruin that! Gosh. Well, okay, so he doesn't have like the the spray hair or whatever. Like no, it's the fact that he's balding. It's not as bad as with Michaels, where he was like, you know what, I'm just going to shave my head now. Oh, God, I don't even... Uh, ball show, Michaels just... Bald Michaels? The, the heart... The, the bald break kid. Even, he can't even call him a kid anymore. Heartbreak ball... We're going to get to the point... HBS, Heartbreak Senior. No, we're going to no, we're gonna get to the point in time where we're going to say, man, look at these guys. Why are they calling themselves the Young Bucks? They're not... They're Just call them the Bucks. Dude, okay, here's the, here's the thing that... Okay, you have... Boys to men. They're still boys to men. You know what I mean? Now, now um, they're hold men to Now they're men to what? <laughs> and then you got Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Men doesn't roll off the tongue, though. Backstreet's back. Backstreet right. Men sounds like a gay porn. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, you have groups... Well, Backstreet Boys, you know, now that you think... I don't want to think about this anymore. But, like, like the Backstreet Boys. You know, remember them? The backseat boys? Who are the yeah. backseat boys? Trans Trans hey, that's definitely a porno. I don't know what you've been blocking at. You, you, never, you never watched... I never watched the backseat boys. you never seen them wrestle before? Define wrestle. Trent Asset. We oh. talk about him every time on our podcast. I know that people mention all these memories of Trent Asset, but... You weren't a fan? It happens. Not a lot of people like. Well, I, no. Well, no. It wasn't even that. It was the fact that around that time in wrestling, 
like the the mid to or okay late 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. era or whatever there were a lot of other wrestlers that got a lot less credit that Trent Acid did that were mm-hmm. still able to keep their shit together but because this dude OD'd, like, oh, everybody, oh, let's let's remember how he was, you know. Deaths in wrestling bring out the people that weren't, like, huge fans before. Like, all of a sudden, like, oh, I love this guy. I don't know, people, like, Keener loves love him, but he worked for them, you know what I mean? But, eh. But like you said, we have to go by things that we've seen. Yeah, you know, it's true. Um, I, 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 I know Casimir and watched him wrestle, so it's different. Um, I just know that he was um the only thing that he was good at was getting with the ring rats. So, oh, Casimir, no, oh. acid, acid, yeah, you missed the ring rats. Where are they? They're out there. No, actually, you did say that. You said, you called me up one day. You said, I found a ring rat. Yes, I found a ring rat. Really? Yeah. Who'd they hook up with? Are you hot? I they don't want to say his name. But he's a friend. He's a friend of um, Densegard. Look at this guy. He's got half flashes. Uh-huh. Oh, he's down for the ring rats. And I'm not wearing, you know... Don't flail at me. Like I, I'm, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say the um, the name. But um, just a, just say something that sounds like it. Like if I, it's Steven, say Beaven. I. Um, it's Kevin. Okay. Kevin. Yeah. So I'm gonna say Kevin. His name is Kevin. You could just say Devin. It's not that. It's not Devin. Exactly. You could have been pretend you've been making up his name. No, it wasn't Devin. Um, Get to the point. <laughs> I no, like yeah, we found a ring rat. Was she hot? No. Uh-oh. It was never Maybe gonna, maybe maybe There's never gonna be a hotter ring rat than that one we saw at House of Hardcore that one time. Oh my god. That was gosh. dancing the fucking Rich Swan shit. Oh my gosh, yes. Were you there for that one? Yeah. You were she there. She was like this, you know. Remember? The fucking chick that was like, like one seat up from us. Lies. I saw one that was higher than that before I used to WA show. As a matter of fact, no, here's the amusing thing. Was that this chick was a ring rat who was dating one of the referees. <laughs> and one of the referees is actually working, I, I believe this referee is working for AEW now. I'm not, I, I, it was one of the referees that used to work in ECWA. And I'm not sure if it's the same one. But I just remember at this show. When um, I think it was I think it was Joe that was there. We were like talking to the chick, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I, I date I date so and so." And we looked, and we were like, "Wait, you date this guy? This piece of shit referee?" And she was like, "Oh, you that hot? Oh so, my god! It's a warm in here. It's warm. I guess because it's the sun talking. Oh, <sighs> all this hot air. It's hot air." So what's next? Oh man, we got all right. Let's let's fast forward this. Okay, so Dark Order and Sean Spears signed with AEW. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Ty Dillinger. Yeah, now now his gimmick is the perfect nine. He's above average, Ty Dillinger. He's he's a uh, s- um slightly imperfect. 
He's going to run around. It's like, really? I'm he's, five stars. He's B-plus player. B-plus player. No, he can go around and say, five stars. Or just five. 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 And then somebody will go, can't come Bundy. Where? <laughs> Joey Ryan got his divorce. Congrats. Is that, is that, is that something to celebrate? Yes, it is. Some people need to get out of the um, out of marriage. There was like a differences. It wasn't like a happy divorce. Like now he can get with all these ring rats. It's just it's just a gimmick. Dude, someone needs to touch his penis. Like, it's like Joey Ryan's wife. Joey Ryan's wife. Why did you have a problem with Joey Ryan? Well, he was making money off of people grabbing his dick. Oh. Can we can we get like a big giant thing going on like that? Is it wasn't there um the marriage proposal like went viral? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Okay, what's next? Velveteen Dream online comments in defense of WWE. Okay, what are they? You you actually you had a better uh, way of explaining this, was it? How how did you remember what he was saying? Uh. Okay. okay, hold on a second. So, so basically, uh, Velveteen was talking about like how people are, you know, how they, the, the, the big criticisms towards like the writing and everything going oh, on. Oh yeah, he was blaming on the rest or not the writing. Yeah. Okay. And how he was, and like basically a lot of people were just like, oh yeah, you know, just wait till you get to the main roster. You know, I think you've been in love with NXT for so long that you forget what happens afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like... And he was making, like, all these, like, comparisons about, like, like bad gimmicks that apparently people may work, like uh, Isaac Yankum and Stunning... Well, not Stunning Steve, but the Ringmaster. No. Glenn Jacobs did not make Isaac Yankum work. It was still a horrible gimmick. Yeah. Well, Isaac and Yankum Ringmaster was... only kind of worked because he was still channeling Superstar Steve. For the promos that eventually allowed him to become Stone Cold, but that was, but but that wasn't even a bad gimmick. It was just a bad gimmick for him. Yeah, like if if it was somebody else, then it might have not been as bad. <coughs> so, but I think it's just the fact that Velveteen realizes that like he is one of WWE's big pet projects, and he does not want to fuck that up. Yeah, he's he's the only homegrown WWE star. He's the only one that's like homegrown from the performance center up. Like, he's not no, he it. he can't. He came. I mean, came. like, for the most part, like, yeah, he had like Patrick Clark had like a couple of matches here and there, like outside, but he wasn't like he was MCW. A, he wasn't like a stable. You know what I mean, the majority of like his ex- the majority yeah. of his experience has been from NXT. Gotcha. Like, when he had his breakout match against um, Alistair, like, that was not expected, so. I mean, maybe some people did, but not, not on the same level that they had. Yeah. Like, like a lot of people thought Alistair was going to carry that match, and it was pretty even between the two of them. And now, and... But, like, in regards to his... Uh, I, I do have to disagree. I mean, a character is only good with Whatever, with whatever he's given, you know. If well, you're given like no, like nothing to like branch off on, 
then there's really not that much you can do. That's not necessarily your fault. If your whole production is just whatever Vince says and you don't really have any like creative branching off of your own, then there's really not that much you can do and that stunts you. You know what yeah, I mean? I got possibly say that Velveteen Dream would be a bad gimmick anyway? It's like your gimmick is Prince. That is a great character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prince is a great... He needs to come out and play Prince music. Wouldn't you love Purple Rain coming off? His, his music yeah. good, right now is good. Uh, you don't even need my opinion on that, but... Yeah. <laughs> I what, play it like every day. What, Purple Rain now? No, Velveteen's theme. Velveteen It's Trump. a running gag whenever Frank gives me the aux cord to his... um. His iPod. Not again! <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got this cool song you gotta check out. And it's just Velveteen's theme. <laughs> Wait, do you do, does he do that to you all the time? Not recently, but it's because he hasn't plugged in. Oh my gosh, it's like the running gag that Paul Rudd does to, um, um, on um, Conan O'Brien. Hmm. So, this is, awesome. so this is a story that you pulled out of. So what was it, Rick Flair, uh, Rick Flair getting sued by his former agent? you remember anything about that? No, I don't have it up. But um, it just looks like um, something happened and he's just going to sue him. And... Was he, like, um, calling out Shawn Michaels not too long ago, too? Yeah, it's, well, it's because, of, I mean, that was a little while ago. But that was basically because of something where Michaels during interviews, I mean, I don't know how old this interview was, but he was saying um, Ric Flair basically forgot about Richard Flair. Or, like, he, he he's... He was talking about how Flair only lives through his character now. Oh, really? Like, he's not Richard Flair, he's Richard. He's Ric Flair. Yeah, and then Flair was basically like, you know, like, Ric Flair is a better man than so-and-so, like, basically just cutting a promo. So he's a gimmick. He's basically become his gimmick, is what he's trying to say. Oh, gosh. I thought he died one day, the next day he's still alive. The next day, he's having fights with people. Oh, no. Now he's getting well, sued. You know, people are like, oh, it'll be a sad... Yeah, it'll be a sad day when a player dies, but at the same time, it's like... It's kind of sad to see how he... I mean, you know, he was like, oh, I got I got all this partying to do. None of these doctors like, dude, you're like... You're, you're basically like, yeah, I'm... I'm not going to be around much longer. I might as well enjoy myself. So Yeah, that's... that's what my dad says. You know what it is? It's kind of like... Maybe this is a shitty comparison, but whatever. It's like... It's kind of like the person... It's like when the doctor tells the person with a lung cancer, you need to stop smoking. And they're just like, fuck you, I'm going to smoke anyway. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened to my um, stepmom's father. But he died because of pneumonia. He had cancer. But at the same... Oh, you can check in there. But at the same time, they're... Um, I don't know what's in there right now. But at the same time, then you got the people where it's like they, they try to clean up and get their shit together. And that doesn't help. I mean, some people are just... It's like just, Kurt. Yeah, it's... Like I said, I don't, I don't know what's in there. Um... You probably don't want that. I really don't know what's in there. Uh, there's nothing I, can do. I need to go for a beverage run. I'm out of yeah. beverages. You are? There's, uh... Yeah, water right there. There's... 
bottled water upstairs in the dining room on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, it's too far. It's too far out. Fine. Gosh. Then you can stay thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> so. So. I bet it's somebody trying to get money off Ric Flair. That Ric Flair don't have money. Actually, his network is pretty decent for, you know, all the financial problems he's had. I just checked. He's actually at, like, $3 million, which is not bad for him. Get me one. But, yeah, it's just another person trying to capitalize and someone <laughs> on his money. It, it's anybody. You know what I mean? Anybody that's famous... Look at Iverson. Iverson went downhill because... Well, Iverson's a different story. No, I'm just saying. I'm just bringing up something. Because Iverson had his little cronies with him everywhere. Where's he at now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He lost all that money because he was... And where's his friends? They're mm-hmm. all gone. So, and... With, um... When, um... For I was in now working for the uh, Sixers. He, he's he's oh, working for the Sixers. Now? Yeah, he's making money again. You know what I mean? But he lost all that money, so I'm thinking that's where Flyers going to be. Any wrestlers that keeps their friends close. There's a difference between being broke and rich broke. We <laughs> wish that we were rich broke. MC Hammer was rich broke. No, MC Hammer was just broke. <laughs> Like oh my oh my gosh I gotta I gotta sell my car so I can make my house payments like Nicholas Cage like oops I forgot to pay my taxes no no that was, <laughs> was Wesley Snipes no 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 Wesley Snipes um Nicholas Cage did too oh wait who's doing it now somebody else now um um Howard Terrence Howard Terrence Howard yeah he's mm. having um. IRS problems now. Mm, it's the thing, all that could have been avoided had he just would have paid his taxes, committed through with that war machine role. <laughs> but he, he did well with Empire. Mm. I tell you, you had TV that little... money ain't better than movie deal money though. So no, no, you can make good money in TV. Yeah, you know I mean, Tim Allen stayed in TV. I got, made... I got friends' money. Yeah, bitch. but to be fair though, Tim Allen, most of that money is Toy Story money. Oh, now, yeah, but... No, like, what was that thing that David Arquette said during the one uh, wrestling show when somebody was like, you're doing this because you're broke. I got friends, money, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how it was possible because he wasn't even on Friends. Yeah, he was. His wife was. He was on, like, one episode, I think, but, like... Any... It made more sense if you said, I got, I got screen money. Yeah, he... Friends money makes more. So, if we, we need to do an episode of just all the people that was on Friends... <laughs> Exactly. But everybody was on Friends. Like, was that like wrestlers and all? But dude, even um, even um, Iron Man's um, Iron Man's um, bodyguard. I think Robert Downey Jr. was on there too. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking Bruce about. Bruce Willis was on Friends. Brad Pitt yes. was on Friends. But he but he did it for free. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's awesome. It's kind of funny. He's like, I'm gonna do this for free. Here's a question. So, or uh, another topic we got. So. Fozzie and Corey Taylor quote unquote pull out of AW Fighter Fest. That's all work because it's Well yeah, but but tell us what the work was. What what Jericho was the saying. The work online. was literally just like I'm not going be- out of protest because Matt, Nick, and Co- Kenny made the event free. 
And wasn't wasn't Matt the one that was on like Twitter? He was just kind of like, it, like his reply to that was like WTF Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> so this this pay per view coming up is going to be free. Yeah. Wow, about time because you made people pay fifty dollars for a pay per view that you haven't had a mat, um show till now. Dude, that was crazy. I thought it would be like thirty bucks. Uh, I'll probably change the prices around later on since people gave it so much backlash. But I like the idea of it being free just because, one, no one ha- now has an excuse not to watch it. Yeah. Two, it just, you know, it draws casuals in because, hey, it's like this free wrestling product. Wanted to give it a try. See. Hearing a lot of see, about it. It would have been smart if they did double <laughs> nothing like that. Been smarter to do that. Because you want to bring in the casual front. It's gonna be. It's their first show. They're go, they're going to make money off of it. Mm. So where are they gonna put this um, free um, show on? I think they're streaming or something. Stream. I think because it's happening during um, CS or whatever it's called. CZ. It's like a video game tournament. Oh, okay. Okay. Is it gonna be on Twitch? Is it gonna probably be... Twitch? Okay. So, we'll tell you guys in the future when it's going to be on. Going back to talking about um, Jericho or one of the Young Bucks like messaging on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, we had uh, Matt Riddle was blocked by Goldberg on, online. <laughs> for, his com- for his comments at the Super Show. Uh, I've been blocked before. It, it was basically like his, it was, it, it was his comments like leading up to that. It was just any comment having to do with Goldberg. He was just like, you know, I, I think he messaged, he's, it, this wasn't word by word, but he basically said something along the lines of like, you're the worst wrestler ever. It's like, yes, Goldberg, how does it feel to be, yeah, how does it feel to be like the worst, the worst wrestler alive or something like that? And then, uh, or uh, yeah, I can't wait to see that. And then he showed the picture of how he got blocked. Riddle just doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care. I heard he's in hot water, though, because of his uh, stuff. What's that? I heard he's in hot water because of his tweets. I, he, he doesn't care. We're talking about oh, the same... Oh, clearly. We're talking about the same guy... Bro. No, we're, t- we're talking about the same guy that when he was in UFC, it's like, yes, we we had to fire this guy, or we this guy can't work for us anymore because he can't stop smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't because he was terrible. wasn't because he was an unruly worker. It was literally just because he couldn't stop smoking weed. Yeah. Bro. Because he's the king of bros. Bro. But that's also his way of getting people's attention. That's why he still, like, talks shit about Brock. Mm. So, like, like, my whole thing is... I got blocked. Have you got blocked on Twitter? I don't have a Twitter. Oh, see? You yes. got blocked by everybody. Yes, we okay. know that you got blocked. <laughs> Talk about yeah. that was... Cody all the time. And you got blocked by Shawn Michaels in his lazy eye. Was it was it and Shawn Michaels' lazy eye? I don't even give a shit about that. It and Ryback that. too? Let's see. Shawn Michaels, Ryback, Vince Russo, Titus O'Neil. Well, um, Vince Russo, I like Vince Russo. But but here's but here's the thing though. I get blocked by these guys. I think it's hilarious. You got blocked by Cody, you're like, fuck Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I'm like, dude, so it's okay. We need to have a contest so you could get the most blocks. You might win because I'm not blocked anymore by Cody. Then you Trust to, me, you'll say something. Then you have to get back on top of that. You have to be like, 
Well, no, no, that'd be too easy. You just have you, all you would have to say is, "How's your dad doing?" That yeah. that'll be it. Considering you said something like that the last time. <laughs> or no, 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 or, or better, or, or better yet, you say something like, you know, um, like during Father's Day, it's like Happy Father's Day, Cody. Like you're, you know. <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden the AEW's main account blocks you. <laughs> like, uh, uh. So yes, getting blocked online is it's, it's a fun thing to do. Although I was really surprised that when Joe got in his big argument with Paul Heyman, Heyman did not block him. Like it, it must take a lot to get blocked by Paul Heyman because he really does not give a shit. Just tell, just say this to Paul Heyman. It's like, where's my money? He blocked you. I don't understand though why Ryback would have blocked me for the comment that I made. What was the comment? I'll tell you in a second. But CM Punk didn't block me, and he's known for blocking a ton of people. Like, I, I said that um, Ryback Ryback should give some advice to Mickey Gall during his UFC match against CM Punk to kick him in the ribs. And Ryback blocked me for that, but Punk didn't. <laughs> like so, Punk probably thought it was funny. No, you know what? You you know why? Because I didn't. Because I spelled everything correctly. Hmm. He's like, okay, so he's an asshole, but he's an intelligent asshole. Yeah, he uses proper grammar. <laughs> there he goes. That's why you're the control person of the Insigori podcast. You know what? You need a message to CM Punk. He would block you immediately. Because <laughs> you're, no. you're a misspelling motherfucker. Oh, man. No. You would get fucking blocked in a heartbeat. Yeah, I misspell a lot. It's so much fun. No, because really, I don't have anything to say this evening. Probably. Nothing, nothing to say at all. I don't know. Oh. If you had anything to say to him, what would you say? What if I said something to CM Punk? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I like your picture of Paul Newman. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> you can come up with. And then all of a sudden, block. <laughs> No, no, and then all of a sudden he would friend you because he's like, "That is the most random message ever." <laughs> I like your picture of Paul Newman. Okay, <laughs> that would be funny. It's like, what are you trying to say? You want me to sign a picture and give it to you so you can sell it on eBay? Joe <laughs> yeah, slaps. No, really, the Dudley Boys gimmick came from slap shots. Yeah. They're the Hanson brothers. Mm-hmm. Who's on the injury report right now? Okay, actually, no. Let's not talk about every single one of them. But so Cesaro is okay, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, they're saying he's all right. Yeah. So as far as I know, the injury list is obviously Rey Mysterio, Cage. Brian Cage, and um, someone else, right? Sasha Banks because she likes to kick and she hurt her foot, kicking the floor, crying. I don't even like Sasha Banks. I don't know what's, what's up with all the hate. Like, <laughs> why the hate, dude? I hate dude. I hate Sasha Banks. But you've made a point of like making a Sasha Banks joke like every week, <laughs> ever since her bitching online. Like, oh, look at this snowflake. Because like when I when I was a kid, I was taught not to cry over spilled milk. Just but, that finish. Would, but that would explain each and every one of us when we were working at Amazon or, you know, from prior years. Ah. 
The dark times. When you hate something, or when... You know what? It's like baseball. Like, I didn't want to play for this coach. I was told I was not allowed to quit. I had to finish out the year. And you probably fucking hated it. No, they got rid of the coach. Okay. Because he was so a child was the, monster. So that was the only problem, was a child monster. Well, mm-hmm. that would be explainable, but was that the reason why you hated him? No, no, no. I, I just didn't like him. He was a... Um, Old umpire from back in the AL. And he was so tough on everybody. No, really, he wasn't a child monster. I was just joking. Um, he was just a fucking asshole. You know what I mean? And that team got disbanded. Why are you doing the diamond cutter? Because it's going to go back. But yeah, that, like, that coach. And then the year after that, um, they disbanded the team and... I went on to a team that I enjoyed and met my brother-in-law there. I still think I, I still think with our with our current administration that it has bought out the ugly side in wrestling fans. I, Do you agree or disagree? And if you disagree, I'll tell you why. Tell me. Say that question again. Just want to say here. I think that our current administration being... The Trump administration, oh. which which leads into everyday life, whether you follow politics or not, has bought out the ugly side of like wrestling fans, because I will agree, but you have to put the Democrats in there too. It's really all politics, not just Trump. All I'm saying politics. Trump administration. It's not specifically saying Donald Trump. There is no, a I'm difference. Just the, this this world because, is, the, because the Trump administration is the top, they they are the top officials. They're going to be held accountable for just like the Obama administration was back when all the shit with Black Lives Matter was going on, and he kept saying, "Well, you, well, hi, <laughs> no, no, this, this this was my opinion on that, and this is why whenever people say like whenever I try to mention that I'm more neutral, even though I lean towards the liberal side, was that when that stuff came out. And Obama was doing his speeches, talking about it. One of the things he was mentioning was he was basically like, you know, um, people in this position they don't understand the struggle, and it was it was kind of the way that he worded it, where it's like, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, what you are saying is just going to piss off more people, you know. And that is not what you're trying to do. And that's where Joe Biden and everybody else pissed me off with the words they said in the past. You know what I mean? But but I I hate the concept of Black Lives Matter. I love you, brother. But um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I think everybody's lives matter. Just not a fucking group. I care about um somebody trying to stop a drive-by. Over somebody well, losing their lives, well, one, over getting beat up by a cop because he's a fucking racist. Well, one of the things that people were mentioning, like when when on social media, when I when I the people that are lean towards the liberal side was that, and there's a point to be made with this too, was that when they kept saying like, oh well, let's bring out all lives or let's bring out blue, and we'll get to the point of where all this was from anyway, was that they said. We understand that everybody matters, but it's the fact that this is the minority 
this is the th these are this is the group of, like there is a reason why we are specifically mentioning these people because the other people didn't have to go through all this fucking bullshit and like so it's it's still there's still a point to be made but it's the way that it needs to be said and that's kind of the reason why whenever I was talking to you about like I understand whenever we have conversations about certain subjects that I get the point that you're trying to say but it has to be worded differently it's kind of like it's kind of like when you have comedians who they can say some extremely racist fucking shit but there's still there's a story attached yeah. to that where they're not being racist for the sake of being racist yeah. hey jcl you can you, you can you can uh add on to this so we don't feel like the assholes here <laughs> but but before but before we get to that part so what i was trying to say though originally was that this goes back to when i was talking about like um the stuff with aew and how you were like i don't really know why i have such and you mentioned the fans but there were other things that i was mentioning that you didn't even think about before i said okay to break this down you have Dave Meltzer, who was the original IWC, mm -hmm. like he was IWC before it was cool, yeah. And the dirt sheets and the rumors and all he that was stuff. The smart that made being a smart. But, but 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 here's the thing though: it's the fact that he's always been there. He's been there forever, and and like people people criticized. You know, they were like, yeah, you know, but it really did not come out until recently when it's been buried into our heads. Fake news. Fuck fake news. You hear it every fucking day, and all of a sudden, Meltzer, who was talking all these rumors, all of a sudden, it's like, fuck this guy. And hey, who does Meltzer love? Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. They're all on AEW. Fuck AEW. I don't even know why I don't like AEW. I just don't like it. You know? Which leads into the people having arguments. And, like, if you notice, those sides are clear. Are clear. There's not a lot of people that are in the middle, the ones that are saying... It's wrestling. good. It's good for business in general. To it, it, it expands on it. It leads to more opportunities for people. Mm -hmm. Like you have, oh, yeah. you have, you have WWE, and there's still going to be a lot of wrestlers that want to go there, even even if it's just to say that they were there. Yeah, and like or just for the money. Yeah, and then you have other people like you know like, like Ambrose said this in his pod, in his podcast interview with Jericho. He said, and and this is the funny part about how people had an issue with it. And you could clearly see it was the ones that not did not listen to the entire interview. They were like, oh, he trashed them. It's like, if you listen to the whole entire thing, he didn't trash them. Like, he, he stated that there were things that did not work for him, yeah. but it'll work for other people. Yeah. Like, you cannot say that R-Truth hates his position. He fucking loves it. Mm -hmm. Dude, like, he does his gimmick very well. But it's, but it's the fact that, like... You need to have more opportunities, but you need to have more opportunities where where there's going where they're going to be able to make a a comfortable living. And and you you can say the like you know there are people in the independents that can make very good money, and it's not an issue. Dude, we already seen that Joey Ryan does an excellent job. But there's not a lot of Joey Ryan's out there. It, it does not work for everybody. Well, it doesn't. You know, and that and that could go to and, and that works in all courses of life. Like you know, like recently, we, recently we just lost. ECWA, they just shut down production, canceled their show coming up because they can't get fans. I already know what was wrong already. You know what I mean? The 
quote-unquote guy that runs it opened up his mouth, pissed off somebody that's big in the business named Keener, not Dave, the other one, about something, about family, blah, 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 something about the family. I'm not going to tell you the story. I'm just giving you little bits and pieces. And AEW, I mean, did I say ECWA <laughs> went downhill. Dude, have you heard anything? Like, yes, yes, I did hear the stories, but what? I thought the ECWA started going downhill right after Kenner left because that was Kenner's deal. Yeah, that too. Like, but Keener was people looked up to him. People worked for ECWA, and then I'm sick of the time. If anybody wants to, I mean, now they could just go to Red Coast Pro. So. Yeah, that's kind of or, or uh, MCW. No, it's MCW. He's at. I still think Delaware Coast is like more the you know because that's Delaware based indie yeah. Kettner whatever. Yeah. And well, no, he is he the guy in charge or he just works for that? Who? Kettner. Because every I, single time I hear anything about Red Coast Pro, something in there. I think, in there I think he's in there just as a mouthpiece, like a um. What's that word? Um, what is that rule? Um, Spokesperson, manager. No, no, no. Um, they go, they go in. They, they say this is a good idea. This should do. Um, it will come to me later. Um, it's a title. It's kind of like it's kind of like what Quackenbush was doing when he went down to NXT. Yeah. Consultant. Consultant. Thank you. Woo, I can't believe I couldn't take it that yeah, word. That's that's fine. We all have blocks every once in a while. So I think he's just a consultant for other companies. But I blame I blame ECW dude, ECW, ECW um eight super eight was great, but I looked at the crowd, it was dead. It was really dead. Like you have eight top stars of generation after generation of wrestlers. Yeah, but the problem... And you can't get fans in there? Yeah, but the problem with ECWA, like, recently, was the fact that it was just... People only knew it for... People only knew it the, the later years for the Super 8 because that was such a big tournament. But they had a, they had really good shows before then mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with that. And yeah. so... Oh, don't get me wrong. We're we're going to have somebody on from ECWA. Yeah, once they got away from that, like, you know, because I remember at one point in time, like, I I mean, I went to the shows regularly, and they they were small shows, but they were still pretty good, and they had some good people on there and some not-so-great people. But, um, But, like, the talent the ECWA has, like, are great. You got A. Japan. It's an amazing manager. But, but again... You got Mike... Black Cheese. But it doesn't... But you can have... We'll put it on a bigger scale. You can have great wrestlers. It doesn't matter if it's run like shit. So, and that's what it is. It's like you yeah. got you got somebody that can't run a company, or he just doesn't know how to fix it. Well, yeah, I'll even use an even bigger example. Uh, like, so there's an ongoing thing, and one of the group chat and one of the group pages uh, I will uh, frequent Markout Club about the standard of wrestling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some, well, you know who, will say the standard is WWE. 
Yeah. And most of the, yeah, and most others will disagree. And uh, I'm going against that song, Holly. Yeah. Okay. And basically, we basically came up with like the method of being like, yeah, from like a, you know, pop culture and stuff. Ex- you know, just from like a notoriety mm-hmm. a- uh, angle. Yeah, WWE is the standard. As far as quality goes, it's you. You couldn't say it's the standard, could you? I could still could. How the product is horrible now. WWE will always be the standard of all companies. Correct? All companies. Because if WCW was still around, then WCW would be right there with it. And mm. WWE. Because... But the standard could be... The, it, the, this This could lead into a long topic itself. I, I'll try to keep my answer short. So The standard could mean so many things. Because it could mean like... Okay, from pure wrestling standpoint, from just entertainment, from storylines to production values to how much money the company just has in general, which, yes, they are the standard for many things, but for other things, they're not even close. So, you know, it, it, it comes down to what matters to the viewer. And they say, oh, well, we're trying to cater to the casual audience. And, right. and the thing about those, the fact that it's like, okay... The casual audience. There are a lot of excellent TV shows out there that are for casual viewers. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while, you know, you like like Game of Thrones last season. Everybody fucking trashed it. Like how how does how does like how does that work out though? Or some you get what I'm saying though. Even I if, haven't watched e- it. Yet. No, I'm saying even if you don't <laughs> watch like a good TV series that you ever watch, and yeah. they had like a. Sopranos. A really shitty, like, season. No, no, the season was great. Like a the, final season. Or the, the final episode was horrible. There's a bunch of them. I could, l- let me give you one. Seinfeld. That was a shitty ending. Oh, yeah, when they all go to jail. They all went to jail. But, but here's but here's something else, though, is that when people talk about, like, Okay, so, oh, you got to give WWE credit because of the fact of, like, with all the hours that they have to... Yes, that must be one of the most difficult jobs in the world, is producing hours of content. Just for it every, to be every single day. At the last minute, like, almost but, every week. But here's the problem with that. Is that, I'm not saying that wrestling storylines should be held to a lower standard than what you would see on a television mm-hmm. show, because they're kind of the same thing, but it's the fact of, like... It's not like people are asking for a whole lot. They just want the things done correctly. Like, you know, I mean, it's not really asking a whole lot to, can we, like, not have the tag champions randomly come out four weeks later and drop the belts out of nowhere? Like, you know, stuff like that is, like, mind-blowing. And, like, why why did they do that, you know? It's mostly WWE's writing team. But the but the problem is, it's the, but there is technically there is no writing team. It's just Vince. But but the problem with that though is, that, is that if, if team, you look, everything has to go through Vince and he always changes it. I mean, if you look at the great if you look at the great minds of wrestling, the ones that are known, like you know, I mean, people people can trash Vince Russo, okay? But he was responsible for a couple of really good things. It was the fact that it was filtered through Vince. Okay, you but, got Triple H doing NXT, and look at that. Triple H is amazing there. He needs Correct. to retire, but he's amazing as far as a mind goes. But like, Correct. But, like, every single person that talk about AEW, 
they go, oh, dude, NXT is the best pay-per-view ever. And AEW does a pay-per-view. Oh, it's the best pay-per-view ever. And then I'm like, it's because they're talking about right then and there. And if WWE, and Money in the Bank was a great show until fucking Brock cashed in. Or until Brock got the I Dave thought that was piece. awesome. Well, of course you did. No, 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 no. The reason why I thought that was awesome is because Brock is over. He's not over. Yes, <clears throat> right now you hate him, right? I mean, I don't hate him, but I don't like him either. Okay, you don't like him, but you're booing him. You're feeding into the story. Yeah, but That's you're not booing him for being a heel. You're booing him for being in a spot that he really doesn't need to be in. Okay, but he's still in that spot. It doesn't look, look. Okay, when people, okay, going back. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> We're not going to take forever. That. Yes, we are. Okay. When people watch a regular TV show and they trash the story and they trash the current what's going on that season, mm-hmm. you don't get the, produ- the the producers and all going like, oh, they really hate this because, you know, because, oh, they really. They say, oh, they must be doing their job because we're, we're, we're triggering certain emotions. Yes. No. You're triggering the the critic inside of us to go. What is this fucking bullshit? Like, you had, and okay, so so Brian, during his title run, when you know as the planet's champion, people love Brian. Like you know, it's great that he came back and all that stuff. But guess what? When he was world champion, people couldn't wait for him to lose. It's like, oh my god! Like I hope. Like, as far as how a story should go, you know, I mean... Well, you didn't want him as a champion? I thought he was great as a heel. He was great as a heel, but it was, but the, but, like, the whole story was just really good on how, like, how it built up to, like, you get what I'm saying, right? Like, you can have a guy in a, like, okay, the the one thing that we brought up with uh, Amy Lee was, like, with uh, Tommaso Ciampa, mm-hmm. was that... He's obviously a great guy from all the videos that we watched where it's like, oh my god, look at this guy's awesome. But like people were so invested into his character that they despised Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> that they despised his character. It's like, oh fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. That they were able to get invested into the storyline and not criticize like, oh well he's not doing that good with this character. Like people you know it, it's the same thing with Baron Corbin, although recently, like, I think he's gotten a little less hate with that, but I think it's for the fact that people just kind of settled into this is just how it's going to be, so. Yeah. I, I think Brock Lesnar puts in a lot of, um. The only reason why Brock, why people were fine with Brock, and Brock with the boombox was hilarious. The only reason why people are, are dealing, it's because they're like, okay, if we're going to deal with Brock, at least he can try to be entertaining, you know? See, but people, not, don't wanna, but people don't want to put up with things. They don't want to be like, well, I guess this is the only thing I could pick out from the buffet. But I'm not a Brock fan. I never liked him as a wrestler. But but he's getting He's over. People are getting pissed off. And that's what it is. Everybody hated Vicky Guerrero. I thought Vicky Guerrero was yeah, awesome. Yeah, but you hated Vicky Guerrero for her character. Not for the behind-the-scenes stuff. Dude, I thought she was great character. She got people under their skin when she went, Excuse me? Yes, but you're you're basically feeding into our point is the fact of it's all about getting invested into a character. It's not how people get invested into, like, oh, the storylines this week sucked. 
See, it's not my fault Vince McMahon gave Brock Lesnar a contract that it's part-time. We're not talking about Brock Lesnar. I'm just saying. We're talking about the storylines. Yes. The story, like, that is it. And and the fact we didn't, of... We didn't have a champion for how long? And, and the fact that they are mixing in reality with the storylines. It's, it's almost a way of, like... You know what it is? It's almost like WWE's way of saying, hate this guy for real and, like, you know, leave us alone. So we're going to mix in the fact that he's a money-hungry guy who doesn't follow the product. Mm-hmm. I think that's basically their way of trying to lessen the hate on the company, which is what they care about, and Brock is just getting paid. So, there's reasons why they do certain things. There's clear reasons. It kind of goes back to what I was saying about the whole name change thing, how they give, how the the indie name goes to a full, um, pr- like developmental name, and then they go to the main roster. They cut that name in half, so people so the independent name is like way in the back as opposed to like that was the last thing people there's a reason why they do that yeah. i'm sorry i just found something that's so right. funny um stomping um okay stomping grounds Jeez. um stomping grounds has anybody seen the logo it looks like shit the whole the whole oh, name yeah. is shit yeah but the but the the, the logo is really the nail in the shit coffin. It's literally just the footprint, right? Yeah. It, it, it is it is a Vince McMahon creation. You can totally <laughs> tell he was in charge of that. Because, like, like all the all the freaking gimmick um, pay-per-views. Great Balls of Fire was awesome. It was such a stupid name, and that was a great show. So it was such a stupid name that I loved it. it I liked it because it was stupid. You know what it was, I think, with that show? I think it was the fact that people were trashing it so hard that they were like, we need to have a good show. And, yeah. Hopefully Stomping Grounds is the same thing, even though it's... It's literally just Super Showdown rematch. Pay-per-view. Yeah. Because every show on, every match on there is just a rematch. But you know what that means? That means that possibly they'll actually care, because they're not in Saudi Arabia now. No. I mean, yeah. half the reason why people don't give a fuck over there is because they don't want to be there. <laughs> I don't. I don't think anybody wanted to be over there for that. Mm-mm. And what was the point of bringing uh, Natty and um? Who was the other one? Because they thought they were going to be able to get them on. No, you know what? No, they that's... thought they were going to be get them a match, but then no, no, no. was just like, nah, nah no, right. no, that's bullshit. Also, that was that was the internet's explanation from what we read. We don't really know, but so they say. Yes, it was in hopes that they were going to get a match. I think they knew way ahead of time, they're not going to get a match. We just got to make it look like we care. So we don't have to push out an all-women's pay-per-view again. That too, probably. I don't think a women's pay-per-view is going to happen because they canceled that one. Yeah, the women's women's evolution is dead. Let's just be real. And their pay-per-view was good. After Ronda left, it's like... Not even really. See, Ronda wasn't the whole evolution. Yes, she was. Yes, she Dude, was. WWE didn't want to use Rock, the right people. They, made they just went, like, nothing against Charlotte Flair. I love Charlotte Flair. I think she's an excellent athlete. You know what I mean? But you have other wrestlers out there that are amazing, too. We know, but again, the whole point the of women's, women's evolution the women's was ev- to put women's wrestling in a spotlight so that when Ronda comes in, it's a big deal. Yeah. And then she left, and now they can kill it. Exactly. Which is why Becky is more and more annoying as fuck every week now. 
And she needs to stop that bullshit with Edge. It's cringeworthy. Yeah. I guess she's just trying to get, you know, get people attention, but it's just... Well, it's if you're going to go after someone, go after someone who's not retired. You well, it's the whole thing of, like, they said that, like, maybe this will, like, feed into eventually, because they're still trying to do reality-based stuff, so this will feed into the whole, like, oh, well, this will lead to a right. feudal death phoenix. Which no one really even wants, though. Yeah. Sorry. I I'm, I just got a little bit hyped up. I don't get hyped up because I didn't see anything yet. Okay. But it looks like um, Ghostbusters signed on Janine from Ghostbuster 1 and 2. Okay. Um, I don't get hyped over stuff like but, this. But, but, I don't, but I don't see anything with the movie. So I, know I don't know. They did show something already from the movie, but it's not. it was just a picture. Yeah, just a picture. I know. I need to watch the movie before I can get excited. I know, me too. But I'm just, I'm just. But then there's that, no point of getting excited. <laughs> then I'm you just know. excited that I know she's going to be in the movie. So that's all I care about. You know what that is? We'll find out when. That's like taking a slice of pizza, taking a bite out of it, and going, "Man, I can't wait to eat this pizza." You already <laughs> ate it. I can't get hyped for it. They haven't done commercials. No, they haven't. I'm gonna I'm gonna get hyped up for it when I see the commercial, but I'm just hyped that she's. As far on as I'm concerned, they're just a logo company. Shut the fuck <laughs> up! Oh my god! Speaking of which, one of my friends, hey. one one of my friends, uh, on on the page, he, uh-huh. sent, me, he sent me a picture because he's a truck driver, and um, it was a billboard, mm-hmm. and he said something like, "Oh, would you like to create your own T-shirt design or something?" And it had. T- had the young bucks on there. He was like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" And I was like, <laughs> "I said, I don't know. They look like a couple of posers." <laughs> you know what? I, I gotta see. I gotta see if it's on. And now I'll pull that up later. But um, because we gotta we gotta wrap this up soon. Okay, upcoming. Uh, what was the interview that we have for next week? Do we have one? Oh yes, we do. We gonna have the daredevil, Dave Dahl. Dave Dahl. Yeah, look him up. Um, he's an independent wrestler. Um, he has his he has his own sponsor that he wears. He wears sponsor stuff now. Nice. So he's the Brock Lesnar of independence. And just to let you guys know, starting next week we have the interview plus a podcast episode. Yeah. You don't have to go to both, but if you want to, feel free. Uh, I'll see what I feel like. I think you should. I think you should come. I mean. And you can come and listen. That's not going to help. <laughs> and then and then the week after that, we're still putting stuff together. We got Colossus. Mike. The X-Men? No. Oh. Damn. <laughs> Mike Law from ECWA. Uh, other independents. Dude's amazing. Um, He has the... He has like the... Crash Holly kind of gimmick. You know what I mean? What? Like the whole, like, I'm a tough dude. And, uh, you know what I mean? That's. Is, is, he, car- is he carrying around the, the, the weight machine? Yeah, like he, car- not a weight machine, but he carries a, um, like a um, big giant dumbbell. That's what I, that's, you know what? That's why I miss WWE. I miss the Hollies carrying around the scale. Just a, just a yeah. whole scale. Yes. So we got Mike Law, and I can't wait to talk to him. Um, and then I'm still working on July, so All right, sounds good. let's see who shitted on who. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> if anybody out there has a new question to ask besides it's like um, extremely inappropriate question to ask people feel free to shoot us a line on our group page on on Facebook well you don't like that question anymore it's like our everyday question people love it I get, I get feedback from it I'm sure you do I know they're like I love your shit question I'm like I love you too brother Alright, alright, alright. We're going to ask that to one person one of these days, and they're just going to be like, What the fuck is this, Click? <laughs> you poop your pants? Have you? Uh, not in a while. <laughs> Talk what about happened? Taco Bell will do that to you. Uh, I grew up. Oh, you grew up? You know, you know the, the, the mystery, like, Oh, I got a pass win. Oops. Oops. <laughs> See, you know it. I don't have those problems. That must be... That's must white be, people thing? I wasn't going to say white people thing. I was just going to say age thing, because... But that was a while ago. Like, Not it was recently. It's a while ago. Years ago. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Not recent. <laughs> white people problems. That's why I used to say, I got to take a Papa John shit made from the best ingredients. <sighs> So we have we have a logo getting worked on and by um, George Rodriguez. Um, thank you, George Rodriguez. Yeah, that's right. Um, we have. Um, is there any league news? You need to talk about that. League news? There's nothing. There is nothing who's about it, league. Who's, who's on the top right now? It's, it's still Weiss. Weiss yeah. is like the king of the hill. Yeah, because yeah. I stopped playing. Ooh. Is because, that because, now, because now you got your feud with uh, Ace going on or, or whatever the fuck his name is. Yes. Gucci or... Gucci. Gucci. Why did he change his name? It's just his... It's like his Cactus Jack mug. Huh. So I deleted... Tell so I didn't add him because I didn't know who the fuck that is. Oh. I'm telling you though, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna build myself up on superhuman, and somebody's gonna job to the uh, crawling headbutt. <laughs> <laughs> so. And at that point in time, he's gonna retire. Oh, you! I swear, <laughs> guy, if you beat him before I do, I'm gonna be so depressed. With with, with my 87 character, <laughs> I'll be so depressed. So I would like to say thank you to Chris Levin, kid, um, kid on um, ref. And Baby Ref for coming on last week and coming to Icons for a couple hours. I know it, and he couldn't make it from the beginning because TNA things. Um, if you want to tell us behind the, behind the scenes if you shit your pants or not, it's, it's all good. But um, thank you to him. Thank you for David Dahl. You're welcome to come on and hang out with us anytime or Icons. Um, they, dude, they just. Dave Dahl, he said this to me. He's like, dude, I'm not a famous person, but I made like 55 bucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what? You got to understand, we're a bunch of poor people, and even we laughed our ass off about that. <laughs> but, no, not nothing bad or anything. Like, he like literally said, like, like there's... You have Enzo over here. You have um, Simon Gotch over there. You got Harley Race. You got Bret Hart over there. He's a guy in the independent scene, like, trying to make a name for himself. And me, being the con artist I am, 
The con artists? Yeah, the con artists. Because I made people buy shit. I was so like, you, yo, give me five dollars, you get a picture with David Dahl. You don't know I mean Dave Dahl. Um <laughs> Stop pouring your own <laughs> just You you hook you hooked the guy up. That's, yeah. That's I, 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 I I fun doing that. That's you cool. know what I mean? Rule number sixty five, don't call yourself a con artist on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get more views. Oh yeah, I need that too. Oh shit. I'm not a con artist. I want to figure out where we get these views from. Who who is listening to this podcast from Vietnam? Besides you. I was in Vietnam yesterday, so I turned it on. Like we we had some extremely random countries in there. Like maybe this is Please please send Maybe our podcast is just, you know, the thing they use to learn English. Yeah. In Zagari worldwide. Yo, we should get a, a page, like an email. So, if you have a question, please send us information to this email. I don't have an email. Nah. So, maybe we might get the... But that's like... That's like that's almost a lost cause, like, you know, telling people about Twitter. I, I don't understand how millions and <coughs> millions of people use Twitter, and I happen to know all the people that don't. I use Twitter. Yeah, you use Twitter whenever you want to call call somebody creepy. Yeah. Or when you want to, or when you want to like get blocked by Cody. <laughs> I only got blocked by Cody once. Or 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 send Lyft a, a hate message like "fuck you guys." Dude, they fucking pissed me off. It's cool. Dude, I told I told um who was it? It was uh. Oh, I said Quicken Loan sucks. Or I said Quicken Loan sucks dick. I sent that message to them. They got back to me. I said, "Hi, can we help you?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, we want our loan approved." <laughs> so we got our loan approved. Let's oh, sure. That's how we got the house. Uh, dude, I should do that too. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes if you um, AT and T sucks. No, dick. No, if you if you trash companies online, some of them will kiss your ass and be like, "Why do you think people? Why do you think people make a living off? <coughs> they will like yo." <laughs> Mercedes-Benz sucks dick. Is a, is yeah, here's a free hot dog. <laughs> but you got a free hot dog out of it. Well, no, it's the same thing like when 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 oh. people send comments to places like Wawa or any of these places. I'm going to do that with AT&T. First of all, talking shit about Wawa. Because, dude, AT&T I mean, doesn't... I've been with AT&T since 06. I'm sorry. What? So, like, I'm thinking about leaving them. You know what I mean? They kept on bothering me. When... Well, if it makes you feel any better, all cell phone companies suck. So what if I put every cell phone company... As a company... guy who works at Apple, I can tell you that is very true. I should go on to Twitter and call out every single one of them and see which one gets back to me. That's who I'm going to go with. Probably T-Mobile. Yeah. Because T-Mobile? because they're like number one in customer kiss-assing. Oh. Yeah. Maybe call they might give T-Mobile. me a good deal. Call out T-Mobile. Oh, I'm going to... I'm gonna do them all. I'm gonna do them all. No, in one you're not room. gonna get shit from Verizon. You're not gonna get shit from Sprint. Oh, I know AT and T is not gonna give me any deals. T-Mobile I, might. I want to. I want a deal. No, really, the dude worked at Verizon recently gave me a good deal in the car. We were driving to. Yeah, job. but we're talking about, we're talking about <coughs> afterwards. After you're already signed up, mm-hmm. you know, it's a different story once you're finally signed up and they already and they already have you by the. 
Smith. So I was with AT&T for a long time. It's like longer than George's foot. All right, we, we need to get our shout-outs out of the way before we start talking about George again. i like to give a shout-out to that fish that's hanging on my wall. Oh, you got a fish up there? Yeah. I'd like to give a shout-out to whoever the hell is messaging me oh, right oh, now. Oh, it's somebody. Find out. Who is it? I don't want to talk to them right now. I'll get who is it? Who is it? I'll give a shout-out to, once again, to MOC. Who? And Ace Porter slash Geechee Geechee. Who? Who the hell is MOC? The Markout Club. Oh, oh. And you got... Oh, I got um, Wrestle, WrestleManiacs. They're new. They're trying to make a name for themselves. And then um, we got um, Nerds of Wrestling. Dude's doing fast, um, bringing people in. It's amazing. Like, he's hitting some numbers. But what is he doing? He's doing a good job. I like him. I, I would like to have him on my team. And then we got um, give the personal sh- or the shout outs to people on a page. Okay, oh, so we have Smart Mark Galley. Yeah, Sorry. Smart Mark Galley. We got we my got, friends. Uh, we got Josh Ho and his five takes. You need to do more of them. How about you do some full results? Be a, be a, be a buddy because we need we need somebody to do results. We missed the legendary Monty Haystack Hastings. Yes, and we still need to, to get some ram- We'll get some ramen. Some July. Ramen. He's coming up in July. Day. Okay. Then I can't tell you. What do you mean you can't tell? It's me. a surprise. Uh, well, it's not a surprise now because, because you know it's in July. I think it's July. It could be August, but I'll get back to Is you. Is it going to be on my birthday? Best you birthday present birthday? ever. Dude, we're gonna go to we're gonna play bowling, huh. and then you're gonna go, dude. How many times do you bowl, DB? I'll be like, this is my second time. You're like bullshit, and then walk away. Yeah, because DB's a fucking savant when it comes to. Trying shit for the first time. Excuse me. Con artist. Con artist. I believe anything you say. No, that was the first time I ever bowled in my life. Bullshit. Dude, Walker um got some information out of that because he has my friend Joe. Mm-hmm. Dude, I played baseball, street hockey. So you're and basically bowling. basketball. So so you bowling. So you no, you are the living Mr. Perfect. No, I'm not perfect. I. I sucked at baseball. I was average. You know what I mean? I was just the kid up the bat getting walked. And I get on base. My you're, own base percentage yeah. was awesome. Yeah, you were getting walked because nobody wanted to deal with your, your power hitting game. Dude, I was batting eighth. Or seventh. Because your coach didn't know any better. I was a small little kid. I grew when I hit high school. Your coach didn't know anybody. He must be. Uh, I was I was freaking Mario before he got the mushroom. Mario. That's how you describe it right there. Do that again. Don't choke on water. Is this the sound you were trying to make? Yeah, please. I can't do it. Oh, wait. I turned my phone off. How dare you do that? <coughs> but, um, literally, I would like to thank Double Kick Murphys or whatever they're called. Double Drop Tick Cool Dude, Two Cool Dudes Who Love Wrestling. I would like to say thank you to, um, um, Mike LaPia, because he's a fan. I'd like to say thank you to the, um, our, 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 our followers in the Netherlands. <laughs> like, oh, you I mean was, Alistair Black? 
<laughs> so guys who's listening, holy shit. I would like to say thank you to Frankie Picard. Oh, and I don't even know I don't even know if this guy even listens anymore. But our top listener for the podcast all time, Dave Walker. Oh, thank whatever, you. Dave. Whatever the heck he's doing outside of T D Bank these days. Yeah, I think we should um, bring him on one of these days to see what's going on. Yeah, that'd be great. Like who else? Who else was like a, a regular that came on? Uh, Walker, Lupia, Chester, Josh. Basically, the whole crew. Yeah. And it's your favorite, Monty. No, no, be strong, be strong. And your other favorite, George Pomeranz. Oh, Mister. Yeah. 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 Oh, we have to say thank you to Dave Keener. I thought I was having a conversation with my imaginary friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All these thank yous. It's like it's like we're, we're we've been given a Hall of Fame induction. Dude, we should just say like record all the thank yous and just splice it in there so we don't have to do it ever again. No. So we play it on we we play it on fast forward kind of like the ending of a commercial. <laughs> no, first you'll hear a couple names like a <laughs> I would like to say thank you to um, Keila Sutherland. Um, thank you, Kevin Bacon. Thank you to Keanu Reeves for just being Keanu Reeves. Oh, yes, please. Dude, love I it. I look forward to playing Cyberpunk 2077. Shh. I would like to say thank Shh. you to Fran. Oh, definitely. Shh. The show has gone on for two and a half hours. Oh, we can split it up. So, we are going to cut it off here, and we will see you guys next week. Night, everybody. Hey, hey, remember, remember, tie your shoes when Shut we're Shut up! Hashtag the day the Geechee is over. <laughs> <laughs>